Children's National Hospital in Washington, D.C. improves children's health by developing better treatments and technologies. Ranked number five in the nation, we take on the most complex, rare, and life-threatening conditions because all children deserve a healthy future. Learn more at childrensnational.org innovation. Today's guest is a, um, a barber turned criminal turned entrepreneur and I, he was kind of turning keeping all those plates turning at the same time um he's a youtube personality he's an entertainer uh he's fascinating to me and i'm really grateful to have him in here today to learn more about him and to spend some time mr jeff wittick for me to set that parking brake and let myself all wild What kind of fitness do you like to do, honestly? Um, I do it all. I do a little bit of everything. I'll just make something up. I'll fucking run through this wall right now. Looks like a pretty sturdy wall. Test it out. Yeah, I bet it would take you probably 70 reps. To blast through that wall? Yeah. I would give it one shot and I'd give up after that if I didn't make it through. Oh, so you're not doing it for fitness. You're doing it for more uh, acclaim almost or like conquering. Yeah, training for life. You yeah. never know what's going to come at you, you know? Oh, dude, definitely, dude. You never know if anybody's going to show up and they're just going to be covered in drywall and you got to defeat them. <laughs> you know, it could happen, man. You never know when you got to fist fight a contractor, dog, and he wants to pull out all the stops. That's right. You got to be prepared for drywall. Oh, you never know, man. And drywall's a gateway drug, man. I've always said that. If somebody's doing drywall, it's not long till they're doing pills usually or something some kind of uppers you ever noticed that over time i mean i don't think i'd have a problem with it you know i'm i'm clean now the only thing i miss with is sparkling water yeah sparkling water and drywall yeah there you go cool if i pop open this liquid death crack it open man let's die together <laughs> oh yeah feels good huh yeah cheers brother cheers man nice to meet you bro nice to meet you too I, i've seen your work um Big fan. I've seen your stand-up. I saw that one time you did stand-up on Mushrooms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Joey Diaz started all of that. Because that that's the thing about Joey Diaz. He's basically, he's almost like if they had construct if they had a construction worker video game. Yeah. And you had to get to the end and fight the big boss that's got all the drugs, all the drywall. Yeah, he's... All the good plumbing, all the everything, you know, tremendous. He's an interesting character, man. I, he reminds me a lot of guys from my hometown because I grew up over there in New York, New Jersey oh, yeah. area. So I'm, I'm used to guys like that coming in the barbershop and just fucking batshit crazy. Um, Some real legends, I bet. I bet you've met a lot of, and I'm sitting here with Jeff Wittick. Yeah. And uh, I just, so our audience knows. And he is a YouTube personality, entertainer. Um, um. Uh, I would say kind of an artist, kind of a, I'm trying to think of how I would, how I see you. I don't know, man. I kind of feel like I'm in the same realm as you, mm -hmm. but like I'm, I feel like I'm the same age as you too. Sometimes I just wake up and I feel like I'm fucking 
Not saying that you're that much older than me. Yeah, but, but you feel older? I feel older. Yeah, I feel like I'm fucking a thousand years old sometimes. Do like, you? Like this week has just been one of those weeks. Yeah. You know? What is it like? You feel it like in your spirit or do you feel like in your body, you mean, or like in your emotions? Like what do I you feel like I've lived like like a thousand oh, different man. lives. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's a great thing I would say about you. Yes, you seem like you lived a thousand lives, man. You see um yeah, there's like I feel like there's a lot of different facets that that, that people could learn about you and uh like a bar like obviously you barb yeah i was a barber for years working in a barber shop in in new jersey were you or new york staten island so it's kind of like a little bit new jersey of new york yeah exactly (laughs) yeah exactly yeah it's one of the five boroughs but it gets left out it gets left behind and it kind of looks like new jersey so um god dude i always wanted to be from new jersey man oh yeah yeah because it's kind of like new orleans but in the northeast i think yeah and people talk a little bit the same sometimes, like way yet, kind of like, because mm-hmm. you like people from New Orleans. A lot of time, their accent, especially women, kind of thicker women, will get their accent will get mistaken for New Jersey. Just real lazy, just lazy the way you pronounce your us. Yeah, you know, way yet. Have a coffee or water. Darling, yeah. Um, and it just seems there's always so there's so many great movies kind of made about that area where you get to see like. I think there's a lot of romanticizing. It feels like coming up in that area, like a lot of. Um, does it feel like that? Does Not it, for me. No, I wanted to get the hell out of there the, the second I was old enough to leave. I, I left <laughs> oh, at damn. 18. I moved down to Miami Beach, and that's where the romanticizing started for me. But I was drunk all those years. I don't remember any of it. Oh, you honest. drank a lot coming I used up. To drink huh? heavily, yeah. And really? I, I, I really like your stuff. I, I I like how you mix in the sobriety talk, and you talk about your own stuff. And you're very vulnerable. Um, yeah, because I, you know, when I got into this game, I was like, I'm just going to fuck around and make funny videos. Yeah. And I never thought to myself, like, I would be getting vulnerable. I, I talked to your producer, and he said that he watched the documentary, so he'd seen me cry already, so it's odd for to meet a man that's a stranger. Yeah. And he had already seen me cry, so I'm still getting used to stuff like that. But seeing you do it, it's cool, you know? It, it gives me hope, like something to look forward to in the future, you know? Thanks, man. Well, it's nice you to say that. I mean, I, 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 mean, I, I think... You seem like a really sincere guy. Um, was it all? Were you always that way, or is it? Are you finding now? Because it seems like here's what it seems like to me when I watch your stuff that you've done kind of everything. It seems like you're this this being. You're almost like this attack barber. That's what I felt like a little bit, not in a bad way. Have but you like, seen the barbershop show? Or do you yes, watch the podcast? Yes. Okay. But but I saw. What did I see the? Well, I saw the one vlog too about this, like your history, your life that kind of like sums up. It's just like a little bit of everything, oh, okay. So which you is really good... cute seeing your parents. <laughs> um, but you, I, I'm just, I was trying to piece together. Okay, who is this guy? You know, what is his? It seemed like you've done everything, or you've yeah. wanted to do everything. Yeah, I wake up some days I don't even know. I'm like, what am I doing all this for? Yeah. Because now I'm doing so much. I'm doing two different shows. I know I see you do a lot of shows too, but I'm sure you probably go through it too. You wake up some days and you're just like, fuck, what am I? What am I going to talk about today? Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, the past 100 episodes, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Has really been like that. Like, sometimes I don't know, and then I don't know what people want to hear anymore, and I feel like I used to be kind of connected to that, like I was in the in this pocket, and then the pocket just, I don't know, it got either the pocket disappeared, or I disappeared, or something, the connection wasn't there sometimes. Yeah, but you can't stop, because these people look at, they look to you for more than just, you know, some laughs. Yeah. You know, you keep these people going. I'm sure you've got people sober, you know, that are relying on you now. 
Yeah, I think there's probably some people that are definitely fired. You know, they're excited, you know, mm-hmm. that you're in the but fight, too. But also, you mix in. Are you sober? Are you, cause you- uh, well, I'm mixing in all kinds of stuff. So right now, I'm on, uh, right now I'm taking, I'm on my four-step right now. Are you just now. going to AA meetings for fun? No, just I got like 70-something. Like try out, try out a sit? I got like 70-something days I'm going, and I'm doing a four-step right now. Okay. So that's where I'm at. I, I fell off, let me see, a couple months ago, and I tried ketamine therapy. I tried that. Okay. To see, uh, just to help me with like, just like stuff from growing up or just whatever to try it out. Because mm-hmm. I was off the wagon. I was like, I might as well try this ketamine therapy while I'm out here. You don't tell them that in AA, right? Um, no, I'll tell like my sponsors or whoever asks. Mm-hmm. But I try to always go to meetings so I'm not like falling out of like the practice of it. I've never had a canned flat water. That's kind of new to me. I, I'm, I'm used to sparkling in the can. Really? But- that's nice. that's nice. You ever see those boxes of, of water? It's like yeah. a milk carton. Yeah, it makes me sad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I almost know feel like it's, it's nice like a funeral. The, it's like a coffin for a water. Yeah, it's nice for the environment. It's cool. I, I I can respect that, but just you feel like you taste like a little lingering of milk. You know, like it, it used to be used as a milk carton, and now they just put water in it. Yeah, know? it seemed a little repurposed. Slap a label on it. Put Will Smith's son as the face of it, or something like that. Yeah. And then all, all of a sudden, you know. Yeah. But liquid death, I could get behind. This is a sparkling one, right? You brought this one out for me. Yeah. Appreciate it. I'm gonna crack this one. Nick got you that one. Get that. Open. No disrespect. No, you know? put it right in your veins, this, dude. This just got me. This is what got me off the booze right here. Really? I'll have 17 of these a day. Like LaCroix, I've been drinking, but fuck LaCroix, because I've been trying to get sponsored by them. Mm-hmm. And they and won't do it? No no bite. I hit them up, they hit me right back in the day. Liquid Death? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they're ready, dude. They're ready. They're going to die with podcasting, man. They're <laughs> like, we're going to spend all of our money on podcasting and go out. That's like, the way to do it. Like Who's watching TV? What, are you going to pay for commercials? Yeah, I can't imagine that. I mean, the money that's also that goes into commercials and stuff like that is pretty hilarious. Yeah. You know? Do you have it? Uh, do you have cable? I don't. I have Hulu, so that is cable. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't even have time to watch stuff at this point. You're doing with three podcasts a day. Shit! I wish I'm doing two podcasts a week. Actually, I don't wish. I'm okay with what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to. It's fine. It's great, man. It's great. That's what I got to remember all the time. Is like this is a great job. You know, it's fun to be able to think out loud and let people be there sometimes with you to hear you think. You see a therapist. Yeah, I got a new woman I'm starting with on Friday. You look like a therapist, dude. Is it the glasses? You want me to take them off? I could take them off. If that's. Let me see if you still look like one. I mean, put I'm them not, back I'm on. Fucking, I look like a fucking New York barber, no? Connor, put put the specs back on. It's crazy what one little fucking detail can change, huh? Maybe a barber at a library, you know? Uh-huh. Come over here in a periodicals and a freaking. It's your show. Would you rather me like this? <laughs> I like them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like them, man. They look nice, dude. Man. Um, so you went. So you started off in New Jersey. You were barbering. You got into drugs on the side. It seemed like you were just doing anything. It was. I like, mean, everybody got into drugs on the side over in New Jersey. You know? Yeah, and you guys did wrestling. I know everybody. I know a guy who built a wrestling ring in his where, backyard. Where you, I didn't do no wrestling. But you, everybody loves it in New Jersey. All the kids do. It, like WWE wrestling, yeah. or okay. People uh, love that. Bon I mean, Jovi. Did you do your research like fucking, was that guy Nardwar? Huh? Because if you're going back to my childhood, yeah, like I, I had wrestlers, but nobody knows that about me. I don't. I never shared that online. Oh, I didn't, I'm not getting this from online. I'm getting this from thousands of people I met from New Jersey. You guys like <laughs> wrestling, Bon Jovi, y'all's moms. Yeah, family. What else? 
That's all I know, really. Meatball, spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Good feet. Good food, things you could pick up with your hand and fucking put in your mouth. Uh, yeah, I eat fucking everything with my hands. I don't yeah. eat forks. Fucking People love that, yeah. Steaks, too. I just eat a steak with my hands. Oh, you got these fucking wrist forks, dog. You're in, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I think those are things that I just kind of generalize about New Jersey that are pretty safe. Listening to Joey Diaz will give you a good idea about a lot of stuff from New Jersey in that area. Um, New York. But as New York, you know so much from watching movies and stuff. You get such an idea of New York. I think I just wonder, like, what made you like what do you think was like the fire inside of you that made you like want to become or made you already a personality that ended up on youtube um if you think back on it i don't know i think it's just where where life went you know like initially i thought you know let's move out here and make something in the entertainment business i didn't know if i wanted to do stand-up and stuff like that because I, I had a little nerves to do stand-up and that's why when i the first thing i saw of yours was when you did stand-up on mushrooms and i was like First of all, when I do mushrooms, I, I want everybody around me to be on mushrooms too. That's that's how I like to, because I don't want people on, on a different wavelength. Not not that it's fucking like, see how he just came in here and I'm like, what the fuck's this guy doing over right. here? That's like somebody when you're on mushrooms and somebody is Yeah, that would be an enemy, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, an enemy. you went up on stage to do stand up when pretty much they were all enemies until you get a laugh out of them. Yeah. You know, so that's fucking ballsy. I saw this guy went up there, he has a mullet, he's fucking on mushrooms. He went out there and said it like I'm on mushrooms and you stared death in the face and you were just oh. like, fuck this. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking kill this shit. Yeah, that was crazy. So I've been a fan, man. I've been Thanks, bro. You know, I've been watching you guys' stuff. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was that was exciting. Does this man. bother you that everybody has mullets now? No, I think the part that bother like not bother me, but like I think it's awesome, dude. I think it's a confidence piece. I feel like I have a big nose, so it also rounds out my face. It gives me a more heroic style. Yeah. If you show up on a horse or even on a fucking bike, like that's painted brown, chicks are like, "Damn, who the fuck is that?" You know, a bike that's painted brown. I feel like if you come like. I feel like you just, it gives you more, it gives me more bravado. Dude, uh, sitting there with a cold ass neck, like some little fucking twink that's all coked what are you, an out on a bus stop. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. Feeling the sunrise on your neck. Yeah. Like some freaking busted out twink. Dude, I ain't See, doing like, that. See, like, I, like, I woke up today, like, this whole week I've been in, like, a little bit of a funk. I haven't been feeling 100%, but having the mullet, you wake up and you look in the mirror and you're like, I'm a, I'm a goddamn entertainer. Yes. You know? There's something going on here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I did this I did this cut because I was going to skydiving school. I was going to learn to get side oh, yeah. certified skydiving. And I was like, I just need a fucking wild haircut just to jump out of the plane and fucking take the pictures and shit. Because you want the hair in the back. You want it blowing, like that. yeah. A little extra parachute, maybe help with the velocity coming down. Yeah, baby. And after that, I just rocked with it because it just it put me in that mentality. Every time I wake up, I'm like, all right. I'm not a regular guy. I'm a I skydiver. Fucking, I'm, yeah, I'm a skydiver. I got a goddamn mullet. Yeah. I need to entertain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it takes. Yeah, what am I going to do? You know, this is not for me anymore. Yeah. This is for the people. Ah, I like that. Mm -hmm. Do you really start to feel like that over time? Because I wonder like the pressures and stuff that it, that, that whole, and I don't want to put you in like a YouTube world because I kind of no, separate right. what Fuck you it. do. Put you in that world too. Yeah. You know, We're, but you're, but you're also a human, but that's where you, everything ends up at. So like um i mean your your youtube career is probably launching the rest of your careers and keeping you or allowing you to make so much more money and yeah. grow your fan base so technically your main income is youtube right now Look, yeah, i'm a that's youtuber fucking cashing you out 
They're not yeah. paying us that much, <laughs> but they're they're a good sipper. I but I'm sure that. touring was initially like your, you know, number one right priority, no, top payday, and now it's all this other stuff you're doing on YouTube. So you're a YouTuber too, bro. No yeah. offense. No, I don't take it personal. You know. Yeah, call me a you. Yeah, I guess I am. Theo Vaughn, the YouTuber. Damn, you I know? didn't know it. You went from having that comedian title to fucking, I'm going to change your Wikipedia. I'm going to get <laughs> yeah, my fucking army of people on it. Theo Vaughn, fucking Bro, YouTuber. My friend Rob knows how to change people's Wikipedias on the spot and make it be that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I got to call him up. But I don't does know he how work at, at his friend does or something, and he gave him some little cheat code. Damn, that's nice to have somebody at Wikipedia. You can just put whatever you want up there. I the work Wik at SpaceX. You know, like I, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a fucking investor in Uber or something. You know, just yeah. put all types of flexes on there. You never need to buy a watch or yeah. nothing. You know, just have your Wikipedia stacked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a great call. Yeah, if you know somebody at Wikipedia, it's based. You could say you went to all these colleges. Yeah, you have all this cash. You or do all these know kids. you got Rob. You got Rob over there with Wikipedia. Yeah, I got to hit him up, Tell him man. to slap Harvard on my fucking resume. <laughs> will, dude. You know what? Let me see what Take I can do. Take all my arrests off, you know? <laughs> yeah. Never been arrested. This guy was squeaky clean. <laughs> He's got a fucking perfect record. Let me see what I can do, man. But do you feel like at a certain point, like, um, does, does it kind of top out where you guys are doing so many feats and trying to do so much wild stuff? Was there a point you realize... I don't have that neck. Like, there's a level in me that I don't have, like a Steve O or like. A I never had that. I never wanted to do any of that shit. I'm just a team player. You know, I was right. like, uh, I'm with this crew. These are all my friends and we all collaborate. We work together. It's kind of like what you guys got with like your whole comedian podcasting crew that kind of blew up over the past couple of years. Yeah. We had that where we just collaborate, not for money. It's just, you know, we like making videos together and we're able to help each other out. We all work together well because we do it all the time. And. You know, we, we hit that pandemic where nobody filmed for a while and my friend wanted to make this big comeback video and he suggested something and I was like, fuck it, yeah, what do you, what's the hardest one? I'll, I'll take that, you know, just to be a fucking team player. Get in there, yeah. And then the mullet and then the fucking, you know, the, the way you feel after jumping out of a plane 25 times, you just feel like I'm a goddamn superhero. Oh, yeah, like how I like came a... in your hot, I was going to run through your wall. Yeah. I had that, but 25 times oh, yeah. uh, worse, you know? Yeah. So then another little fucking thing pops up and it's like, oh, I'll fucking do that. What's the worst that could happen? I'm not flying out of a plane, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, a year later, your fucking face is smashed up. You do a podcast, another guy with a mullet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the downhill of it. <laughs> this is what we're saying. No, this is good. I'm saying it in a no. good way. You're doing yeah. a podcast with another another YouTuber. I appreciate you coming in, man. Um, uh, it's an honor. I've, I've what been is a big it? fan. Well, thanks, man. That's nice of you to say that, dude. And I would love to have you cut my hair sometime. Um, yeah, no, I do mullets. I do my own. So you do your easy, own. It's an easy cut. Yeah, you could probably do your own, but I, I, I would love to get you on my show. I, I would love to come on a and b. I did my own for years before I had hair hair like this. Yeah, and and it, I, that I did well. This is harder to manage, I think. You got no grays in there, nothing, huh? I got some, man. I dye them out a little bit. Oh, do you? Yeah, right in here. Looks good. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Stress-free life. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I'm just hiding the stress-free behind dye. Are you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, just on here on the side, yeah. It gets a little dicey. Behind the mask. Yeah, sometimes I'll put it a little in here. When you're not, so if you're having a week that you feel like kind of bad or down or whatever, do you ever notice where it comes from? Because, I mean, I could tell a little bit on your face when you came in. It was maybe a little bit of just like, not exhaustion, but That just was traffic something. and just New York frustration in me. Still know? in you? Yeah. 
that doesn't go the away. The traffic never leaves, huh? No, I talk to my father and he's just like, God damn it, he's cursing at the cars on the street. And it's just, I don't know why that bothers us so much, you know? Yeah. But yeah, no, I came in a little, I was a little off, you know? No, you're great. Charming, nice, affable. But I just felt like, oh, he seems like, maybe your, your energy feel like, well, and then you, when you said also, it's been like kind of a funk week. I think maybe the pieces in your head, in my head, were like, oh, maybe that's what I was thinking about. Here's a yeah. question right here from somebody. Hey, Jeff. Uh, I'm a huge fan. Um, my name's Mitch. I'm from New Zealand. Um, I was just curious to know what do you class as being successful? Let me know. Gang, gang. Gang, baby. Damn, that's beautiful. Thank you very much, Jeff, from New Zealand. You want to take that one or should I? You. Um, man, success... I think just maintaining a level of happiness is, is successful. But I was in the boxing gym earlier and I, I was doing sit-ups at the end of my workout and I looked up and there was like, you know how they have quotes all over these boxing gyms? Yeah. It said, I forget the fucking quote exactly, but it was like success is consistent effort in over a long period of time or something like that. That's how you get, I guess that's like getting results in like, in like a combat sport or something like that. But I guess that can still translate over into everyday life you know consistent effort over time yeah and like we do that with multiple things like the hardest part about podcasting is probably staying consistent just getting in here getting it done you know like getting doing your workouts just getting into the gym is the hardest part yeah know? that's a good point going to work finishing the day without telling your boss to go fuck himself you know yeah that's did you yeah. find the quote? Uh, that was John Wooden's definition of success uh, that became pretty famous. Uh, success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction and knowing you made the effort to become the best you were capable of becoming. Mm. I think that's. I think that might be the quote. I just butchered it so bad, but I wasn't planning on talking about it. You know, <laughs> you I, I was Cliff just like noted a, it a lot because your glimpse. thing had three, wor four words, <laughs> in it. but that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, but do you feel like so? I, I sometimes because sometimes when I wonder about you, I wonder, well, what is there a level of achievement or what is like a driving force? Because it's something I wonder about myself yeah, too. I just yeah. wanted to get a blue check on Instagram, right. and I was like, I'll be good with that once yeah. I get that. You yeah. know, maybe that gold plaque on uh, for like uh, the YouTube when you get a million subscribers, like that would be like an accomplishment that I'd be like, okay, I made it. Right. But it never goes away. It's never going to go away. I don't think it ever will. And you too. You know. Where do you think it comes from, and what do you think that is? That thing. Because um, that's what's kind of fascinating to me. Yeah, it's odd, huh? Like, what are we chasing? You know, like, what do you do? You set a goal of money in your bank account that is going to make you happy, and then what? You money just, can't be it. There's no way that money's it. No, because then you just get all the money, and then you're like sitting around. What the fuck do I do? I guess I'll just get high on drugs. I'll just do fucking ketamine therapy. Like, I, I, I'm not saying that's that's bad. It might have worked for you, but like, we just always have like, I don't know. I I need to stay busy in order to not like fall into the stresses of everyday life. Yeah. You know, so money is not it. Because if I reach that goal and then I don't have to work anymore, then I don't know. I don't see that as like success or happiness. I don't know. I, I think you got to stay pushing for life. Like the, like that whole thing, like do a little bit of everything every day consistently. If it's working out, if it's podcasts and you're working on other shows or you have, you do jujitsu, right? Yeah. So you're building up in that. You're just better than yourself in a bunch of different things each day. Then if you have a shitty day at Jiu-Jitsu, maybe you had a good podcast that day. You know, you got something productively. 
Right. There you go. That's going a, so that's one thing that doing something that makes you feel some sort of achievement showing up, like making my bed right when I get up is always a good one for me. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, I started, I have one thing done, you know, even if, even if that's the only thing I'll even get done today, everything else I might fuddle through. At least I started off with one thing, right? Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's interesting because I'll look at like a family. Like this morning I went to the smoothie shop and there's a family out there and there's like some, they're singing a song, rain go away or something, raining for a minute. And they're like, it was like this two, a man and her husband, or it could have been a lesbian couple, but one of them was real, one, you know, trying to be a man. And then they had two children. They were having like a sweet time. And I was like, oh, that's. You know, whatever I'm standing here with things bouncing in my head and worrying about this, that, that that's success. Like, I think sometimes you see it in little... Just having a, a significant other? Or yeah. having maybe, like, I don't know, it was like some piece of happiness that I witnessed for a minute. These people didn't know that I was looking at them. Uh -huh. So I don't know. Sometimes I, like it's like, uh, I don't know, I'm just trying to look at what the idea of success is, you know? Maybe we got to have kids. You got a dog or anything? Any, any, I don't, I got to stuff Any responsibilities? Animal. Of other lives? The stuffed animal's not alive, but it's like, um, you know, it's from a store. I mean, it's good. It's nice. I got a French bulldog. He's Oh, you do? Yeah, he's 15 years old. He's oh, the oldest wow. French bulldog. I looked it up yesterday. He's the oldest French bulldog in the world, and he's off the books. I got him under the table, so I don't have any paperwork for him, so oh, I, yeah, can't of course you did. I can't get now, him. Now, there you go. That's the most <laughs> New York I've ever heard. Fucking, I got him when he was four years old, oh, and wow. I got no papers for him, so I, maybe I could get him like a plaque <laughs> if he had... If I had his records, I could get him that Guinness plaque, and maybe yeah. that'd be like a fucking accomplishment for him, where he's like, "I made it." I made you know, it. maybe he feels that what we're, what we're searching for. But since he's oh, all, he since is. he's got no papers, he's fucking. We can't even get him that plaque. We're You'll never to, get the documentation on. People don't know. I got to get him a Wikipedia, and then I'll get that fucking documentation. No he could have come over on the. Uh, maybe he came over on one of those ships. You know, it's it's insane. I don't do any like special stuff. I feed him regular food from Ralph's. You know. Just, I don't do anything special. Where would he work if he worked? You, when you look at him and you get to know his personality, my dog. Yeah. Um, who does he remind you of? Like a night manager? At he kind of reminds me of like a who's that guy that UPS? just fought the heavyweight in UFC? Derek Lewis. Oh, really? He throws those shots. Yeah, like the big overhand rights. Yeah. He kind of does that when he walks around, when he struts around. Okay. And he's got that build like that. He's. I, I think he would be a UFC top contender if he Jesus, was. Jesus, bro. <laughs> That's His a, best years are behind him now because he's 15, but right. he was fucking an athlete when he was young. Was he? Yeah. Did now he's, he's slowing down. Yeah. Maybe oh, we'll wow, get him on HGH. Can you give dogs HGH? Can you look that up? It is I, human growth hormone, so. Uh, D, DGH. We would need a dog growth hormone. You need something. Yeah, I would think get uh, get dog specific. I'm sure you could get him on an uh, upper at least to get, sure. his, to get his wind intake stronger. Look up what Mark Wahlberg's dogs look like or something like probably the rocks dog is probably jacked you know he's probably got him on some of that stuff dude i'd pump him with a little bit of nitrous not every night but occasionally uh nitrous just something like i mean whip it i think if you give him more intake in the air that's what's gonna fuel a dog yeah. the dog is a small unit i mean it's basically a fucking little modem if you did, can you do whippets is that are you considered sober if you know right because i just, don't think so it just air i don't think so i mean they, here's the thing that's interesting about sobriety, man. And I, I meet some people who will say that they're sober. They've been off of cocaine for, uh, that's like Joey Diaz. I mean, he's sober from cocaine, you know. I'm it's sober like, from alcohol. Yeah. Right. I, I, I say sober all the time and I smoke weed if a fucking, if somebody offered me fucking 
mushrooms or something, I was in the right mood. You know, I would, I, would, I might do them, but I say sober just because the only thing I ever had a problem with was alcohol. Really? Yeah. I never got into anything. Cocaine, none of that shit. I never really liked it, you know. But I grew up seeing my, my parents, my dad they drinking the beer always. No, they didn't do cocaine. Just drink? Not that I know of. They might have been, you know. But yeah, I would, I would always see my dad with a beer every day around fucking like three o'clock, yeah. you know. He'd pour it in a glass. Oh, you know, romantic. Like that's his happiness, you know. Yeah. He did not. He didn't have a problem with it, but I think I just have a much more addictive personality. So do you? Yeah, for sure. I go fucking. I'll eat a whole bag of sunflower seeds. Fucking, you know. At night, I'll destroy a whole, you know, box of candy. Just heartless, huh? Yeah, it's bad. That's that's my problem. That's my problem is candy. That's my new addiction. And, and Lacroix or fucking liquid deaths now. I need to stop saying that. What know? are you doing with the candy? What kind are you doing? Nerd ropes? I mean, what are you doing? Are you doing twits? It depends. It depends if I'm smoking weed. If I'm smoking weed, I, I'd be into all that shit. Nerd ropes, Twizzlers, wow. Skittles, even the sour ones. You fucking wake up in the morning, your mouth is all torn up. Oh, You're like, yeah. what did I do last night? <laughs> we used to do that thing. We would put one in each cheek, a spree in each cheek and go to sleep. Oh, that sounds like torture. And just see if God wanted us to be alive. Dude. Yeah, because we didn't know, you know? And my brother and I would do it, and he would fucking take his out. I knew he would, which basically meant at that point, he's seeing if I'm going to die. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy in his head. Yeah. That he's going to take his out, because I was the younger brother, you know? So I'd sit there, dude, and just wake up and just like uh, orange out of this are you side. The, are you the baby of the family? Uh, my bro- uh, I got two younger sisters, but we don't- uh, You're the youngest male. They didn't really count. Yeah, youngest male. Okay. And then I got purple out of this side, dude. Just spree, just coming out oh, the yeah. side, bro. Yeah, looks like Yodine. It looked prank. like a gay vampire that had overdosed, bro. <laughs> I was not doing real well. We got a question that came in right here for you, Jeff. We got a lot of people really love you, man. A lot of great questions came I in. I posted a picture. I tried to share it, but I posted the wrong picture. I guess it was an edit of you. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to help you out with these questions because I do stuff like this with my Patreon people, and yeah. I do Facetimes. I do one-on-one Facetimes. Mm-hmm. And those are interesting. Some days when I'm having a bad day, I just talk to them. Oh, wow. And that fucking actually changes my whole mood. That's a good one. You should do stuff like that because you're, it you're is a lot a of life one. experience too. I feel like you kind of have the same thing going on. Like you've lived a bunch of lives. And yeah. So we really got a lot in common. It's not just the hair, you and I. Yeah. And, and the Wikipedia page. Fascination, yeah. All right, how's it going, guys? Whoa, hold on. Okay. Just wanted to be ready for this. <laughs> that's a lot of voice in a person yeah that's you a lot of man deep in it intentionally i don't know i mean he's close to those power lines See, this is a man you know what i'm saying i would be probably 200 feet from those power lines to even make my video this guy is definitely this guy could probably grow apple this guy, this guy probably's grown apples out of his throat <laughs> if he wants to i bet dude <laughs> This dude could spit an orchard He's if he wants. He's got a fucking apple tree growing out of, <laughs> out of his stomach. Oh, his Adam's apple alone, probably. I bet it's two pounds. <laughs> hey, how's it going, guys? Um, question for both Theo and Jeff. As we know, both of you have dabbled in the dark arts before. So what, what is your guys' each like motivational factor that led you to, uh, to change? All right, that's my question. Love you guys both. I'm sure the cast will be great. Gang, gang, baby. Hell yeah, bro. Gang, good gang. Question, gang, baby. What you got there, Jeffrey? Um, fucking, what was the question again? What's your motivation? If you dabble in the dark arts, drugs, alcohol, uh, sexual deviancy. Uh, well, I was like, 
I think I was around like 28 and I'm like, what the hell am I doing with my life? I'm kind of half-assing everything. I'm half-assing drug dealing. I'm half-assing social media. It's a kind of a weird career to merge. It's like if I was a rapper and I sold crack before, cool, that's yeah. normal. But like if you're a YouTuber that fucking sold drugs before, it's a little weird to get people to understand. But right, I could see it being interesting. I guess mix. if I just explain it like that, like I'm like 50 cent of the fucking YouTube game, you know? Right, gang, yeah. I should be dead, but I'm still here. Yeah. I sold drugs before, I'm, I'm doing this shit now. Oh, I like it. But um, how I how I got sober, how I fucking got sober of alcohol, I was like, I need to take one of these things serious and give it 100% because you can't half-ass selling weed. Uh, you know, you got to collect money. People don't want to fucking send you money if you're right. acting like a clown on the internet. You know, like, who who is this guy? Right, I'm not paying He's him. He's crying in his videos on YouTube. I'm not fucking paying that guy. Well, I'm you never going to get paid, but yeah. <laughs> Do you cry a lot? I've, I mean, I've definitely probably teared up. Actually, some of it was seasonal. I think I've actually seen you cry too before. Some yeah, of I guess it's seasonal, not that big though. a deal. It's not this, that memorable. That's yeah, me. That's what I thought. I, that's I the video that he one. posted. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> I was like, send Theo questions I'm going on his podcast tomorrow. I had the wrong guy. <laughs> that's not at all you. Not even no. Is your relative maybe? I mean, like, your twin I, brother, long lost evil twin in college, dude. Minus the tats and a lot of the. Uh, I have the same shirt. <laughs> <laughs> is this like a fan? Of Honestly, or Maybe it's... Uh, this gentleman, I believe, lives in Indiana. And we've communicated. Oh, this on is a IG. real person. This is a real man. Yeah, this is a real. So adult. I just got the wrong guy. You got the wrong guy. Great guy. I've heard he's a really nice guy, and he's Jack. And if we want, I'm not going to say he has HGH, but if we want HGH, <laughs> he's the guy to call. <laughs> I bet we could probably squeeze a pair it. of his underpants. Looks like he has the rocks tattoo over there. Oh, he Some might. Inspiration. You know, it's a unique online service that's offered by Blue Chew. It's something that helps your body, helps your wiener. If you need it, helps your penis, baby. You know that. Get hard, get hard for everybody. Get hard for yourself. Blue Chew is an online prescription service. No visits to the doctor. If you take your dick to a doctor, dude, who are you? Who am I? No awkward conversations. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical people. Once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. That's right. I've gotten my pills, and I eat them. Sometimes a whole one, sometimes a half a one. Depending on what I'm doing, if I have to go for a run, I'll only have a half. So what I'm telling you right now, we have a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code, T-H-E-O, at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code THEO. To receive your first month free, and we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Hello, good day. You know, some things are better at home. Sleeping in your own bed, pausing a movie if you want to, petting a cat. Yeah, that's right. And Peloton is one of them. They deliver a workout experience that you'd never imagine was possible right in your own home. People are getting used to being in their homes. Well, stay healthy while you're there. You can't do everything from home, but Peloton will help you have a supreme workout experience like no other. That's true. Whatever your mood or overall fitness goal, you can mix and match different classes for a total body workout experience. Choose from cardio, strength, yoga, Pilates, outdoor runs, meditation, and more. You can do it all. When you purchase the Peloton bike, you get access to live classes and thousands on demand. That's right. With the Peloton bike, there's nothing like working out from home. Learn more at OnePeloton.com. 
New members can try Peloton classes for free for 30 days at onepeloton.com slash app. Terms apply. That's O-N-E-P-E-L-O-T-O-N dot com. But back to what I was saying, that guy's question. So I had to take it serious. You know, you can't half-ass both things. So I was like waking up hungover and then you have to get to filming and stuff like that and you don't have your confidence that you had at the night before with your five asshole friends and yet i was fucking killing it i was on fire because i had the confidence of the booze but then it just it it levels out in the morning and you're fucking down and you're now it's time to entertain the masses you're talking a hundred thousand million who knows and yeah you have a huge channel what's more important fucking steve and kyle and fucking whoever at the bar donnie yeah. Those assholes don't even remember because they were wasted too. Yeah. And they didn't have anything to do really the next morning, maybe, or whatever. But they didn't have to do this the next morning. That's no, what I'm saying. No. So, yeah, you need to be confident so the next up. day. And look, now that, that shit fades because sometimes I wake up not feeling confident still to this day, you know? Okay. So then what's the difference? Because this is interesting for me too, man, even hearing you talk about this because I can totally relate to that. Like having the confidence the night before, if you've been drinking or out having fun with your buddies, but then suddenly... Feel, you know, it's just that thing is missing in the morning and you're like, damn. Yeah. It's hard just, to just get it. Yeah, just go for a good run. Have Maybe have a black coffee. Go for a good run. Oh, a good run helps, huh? Push yourself. Yeah. You know, overcome something that's mentally tough. And then, I don't know, maybe you just hit the reset button. But yeah, after you stop drinking for a while, you lose that like, like, damn, this feels great waking up fucking sober, you know? But it like, it fades. You got to find new ways to, to you know, get that feeling of like just freshness in the morning. You're fresh and ready to go. You wake up happy. Maybe you stop jerking off or, you know. Yeah. No sex. Maybe lay off the candy at night. Yeah. But then but then you start to get to the part where it's like, well, what do you have? Do you do anything? You know? I know. It's, I uh, bought a vape last week and did freaking half a thing of damn peach pear nerds or, or you know space whatever it's oh called. you got one of the ones that you juice up yourself yeah <laughs> i didn't even want to dude i went in there and i didn't know what i was doing and the guy in there was so the guy looked like both of his parents were weed like he was so fucking high dude like if his mom came in she would have been in a cellophane bag right do you, like, do you even do you smoke cigarettes uh-uh do you are you addicted to nicotine no but I need. I just needed something to get, and the flavors they're coming out with. You know, I love like banana pudding. I love creme brulee. Sounds like you're going down a. <laughs> it's a dark road, bro. Yeah. So next thing I'm in there, dude. I have like nine different dessert vapes, dude. I'm leaving out of there with. I mean, it was like a cheesecake factory page. Yeah, I that place ain't for you, out, dude. That place so ain't for you. Um. But yeah, having some kind of a vice, some kind of thing I want, having to reset myself when I don't feel good, that's the toughest thing to do, I feel like, mm-hmm. feel like for me, when I'm not feeling good, and it probably has nothing to do with anything external in the world, it's all internal, how do I reset myself to be able to be okay to others, first of all, and then okay to myself and have a productive day? And then I think that is that probably is some type of a success. If you can figure out whatever that is, for some people maybe it is you have a family. For some people maybe it is you do something for someone else. You know, yeah, uh, go for a run. Sometimes doing a, a yoga or something. If I can just get over that hump of uncomfort. Sometimes it's just a hill. Yeah, you know. Um, but I, anyway, I didn't mean to go off on that. I just love maybe thinking, go on a fucking uh, a hundred thousand dollar Hawaiian vacation. 
you know maybe, <laughs> I mean, that'll, I think that could help. maybe that'll fucking help you hit the reset button yeah that could you know? definitely help man i've not been on that did we talk did we talk about money and happiness we just said i mean I, i've you know i didn't have any money and then i've made some money i don't have a ton of money but i've made some money and i don't know if it may i don't, do not think it's made me any happier yeah it's, liquid death he's not happy enough yeah you gotta fucking fucking step it up here's somebody right here who's obviously unhappy Hey, hey, it's Michael McNeil. <laughs> never mind. This is the happiest hey, guy I've ever seen in my life. Don't judge Texas, a book by its cover, huh? I freaking Texas. love you, Theo. You're one of my favorite comedians on the freaking oh, planet. Damn. Listen to you on the daily. My question you is... You this guy an apology, man. What was the greatest lesson that you learned being in prison? And how does it translate into your business or your personal life? And Theo, you definitely look like someone who's been to prison and came out with a rough, <laughs> rough life. So what's your life lesson, Theo? Love you guys. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Gang, baby. That's a great question, Jeffrey, since you really have the prison experience amongst us. Did yeah, you go to really federal jail. prison? No, I was in jail. Okay. I put a bunch you went to Miami-Dade. I saw that. Miami you spent Dade, Christmas I was, out, I was out New here. Year's, would you spend? Yeah. Um, well, I've been locked up several times, but... I never did like I never did prison. That's after once you go over a year, that's okay. prison. So okay. I've only been in jail. But um, yeah, life lessons that I've learned is fucking don't do stupid shit and go back because it sucks. It's not like there's not people in there that are interesting to talk to. You know, oh like, really? Maybe I'd find a gem like you and I'd hang out and we'd fucking hit it off. You know? Yeah, but thanks. That's that's rare that yeah. you get that because it's not smart people that get arrested and. Wow. My bunkie was in there for murder. And when I asked him, finally, I worked up the courage to ask him what he was in there for. He was like, oh, I shot at somebody and it hit him in the head. And I'm like, the f- you fuck- so you fucking shot a guy in the head. Unique way to say it. Yeah. But I guess it was the guy's fault. Yeah, it was the guy's fault. But fuck, I guess it's like if you're doing like gangster shit and you're just shooting yeah. at fucking, like you're not actually, maybe he wasn't intending to kill the guy. Right. Maybe he was just trying to scare him, you know, and he fuck. I guess, I guess that's how he was trying to phrase it, or maybe that's how he lives it himself and convinces himself. But um, but how dumb you have to be to shoot aimlessly? At least if you're smart, you're going to shoot where you want to shoot. Yeah. So then it's like, oh, I'm going to shoot him in the leg so he doesn't die. Yeah. And I still get to be a shooter. Yeah. You know, whereas yeah. I'm just going to shoot anywhere and see what happens. You're going to leave it up to the luck of the bullets. Yeah. That's I mean, insane. Maybe he needs to, I don't know. I, he obviously he made, needs specificity. He obviously wasn't the smartest guy, which is my point. There's not much you can learn in there. You know, it's very political. It doesn't really make much sense. You know, the the inmates give each each other a bunch of rules. And if you break them, then you're getting beat up by your own people. And I don't Was know. it scary? Yeah, it's, it's of course. Yeah, but, you know, I'm sure you get used to it over over time you were, know were you angry at like the system were you angry at yourself like at that More point in your self life? like i fucking got arrested for the dumbest shit it's never something planned you know it's usually something that you just slip up you know yeah it's not even like i've done way worse shit that i haven't gotten in trouble for never like hurt anybody and nothing yeah. violent but like yeah so it's just guilt I feel dumb and then like the only thing you can really do is read like a bible or go to church they have like a church on sunday oh really yeah that god will find you in in jail yeah you know and even the like the the pastor priest or whatever 
he's like telling you like you were put here for a reason and like that'll really like get you because you're, you're you're like i'm here i was here put here for a reason maybe it is to find god yeah that's why everybody leaves lord it up oh yeah, yeah. and did you find where did you have some a couple of weeks where you were like in the where you really got into the lord club kind of um well i was raised i believe in Catholic. god so yeah i believe i believe in god too yeah um i don't know what exact religion fits me perfectly right now at this moment because like the the catholic church did all that stuff with the kids and stuff like that i don't know i don't want to get into stuff like that but um yeah i believe in god well yeah. humans falter so much trying to because sh- you're trying to share the or tr- you're trying to share the message of something that's it's a lot of pressure for anybody to put it's a lot of pressure to put on humans to convey i feel like the ability and the the truth of what a god is i feel like it doesn't it seem like on, as on a human like no matter if they're the priest or the bishop or whatever it's like that's a lot of fucking pressure that this dude's gonna be the filter for that kind of shit you yeah know? yeah so you mask that you know you take that kind of like that i think a lot of those guys get a lot of power hungry power happy a lot of them are on jets now and stuff, dude, wearing like... Romantic. Oh, have you seen Righteous Gemstones yeah. on HBO? I love that show. God, I wanted to be on there. That That's actually the inspiration behind the mullet. Kenny Powers, not in that show, yeah. but Eastbound and Down. Oh, of course. For me to get the mullet, I was like, fucking, I'm jumping out of, of these course, planes. Dude. I'm going to fucking... North, Eastbound and Up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Jeff Wittick, Northeast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just yeah. like, I was yeah, just yeah. saying where you're from, but... Um... <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I want to I want to be on the same wavelength as you, Theo. Your brain, you got an interesting brain. You're one of a kind. You got a, one, you have a specific style in your comedy that I don't know who you are even close to who I could compare you to, you know? It's, Thanks, man. You know what I'm saying, right? Well, I think you have a real ability, man, that people love you for some reason. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Did you switch out producers? Because I, I watched a podcast episode. I thought you had like a small Asian boy or was helping you out. In Nashville, we have a fella. Oh yeah, yeah. Name Riley. He's uh, yep. He's still around. He does a lot of he does a lot of stuff with the church. He's with the church, and so it's hard to get a hold of him. You know, he's doing he does outings, Boy Scouts. He's in a oh he, yeah. He's a man that's still doing Boy Scouts. How so old he's, is he? He's twenty, I think. Twenty. I got a bunch of twenty year olds working for me setting up my shit, <laughs> and they all they're all fucking idiots. They have no credentials to be doing any of this stuff, but I love them. They make me happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I don't care if you know you don't you you have all this fucking gear and stuff if you just make me happy you just got to be in a good mood to film sometimes you know yeah. like this guy when i when i first came in here and saw him he got me right out of it you know yeah he it's loves certain... you nick's a big fan of yours thank um, you nick big fan of yours too thank you for setting this up but... yeah nick's done a nick's done a great job man he's helped this podcast so much over the years but yeah um, having a fucking bunch of 20 year olds you know that it's... energy is fun because they're just yeah. like they're it's smoking, so funny they, they looking smoke back yeah. and stuff they, they say no cap all the time yeah. like stop saying that fucking shit around here yeah, they're all wearing chains and like getting to baby tattoos and shit. Yeah, it's yeah, they talk about hype. the little Uzi Vert and stuff like that. They keep me young, but also, you know, now I might fuck. What if there's a draft? We might lose them all. You know, I'm having no team. They'll rope dude, up all my 20 year old guys. Can you even imagine if there's a draft, dude? Yeah. We're going to be basically, it's going to be a bunch of people hiding with vapes on the front line. <laughs> That's exactly who it's the 20 be year olds around. now? Damn, yeah. we're fucked now. 
They're all going to be doing those like looted fucking uh, TikToks and shit. They're going to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those are viral TikToks bro. at war in Afghanistan. Are they, I haven't like seen these, those well, yet. Those new ones. You haven't seen the ones that got everyone hanging on the plane? Uh, I've seen some of that yesterday, yes. But I haven't seen. That, that shit isn't, doesn't drive you fucking nuts. Like we're over here talking about, oh, it's tough to get in here to do a podcast once a week, and these guys <laughs> oh, yeah, are hanging definitely. on the sides of planes because their lives are so shit. Right, but it's like what it, it does. But then it's like if it weren't for social media and stuff, I wouldn't know about that. Which is, I, or some of it I wouldn't see, and it's okay. It, it doesn't mean that I don't want to know about it. Mm -hmm. But it's it's interesting the amount of stuff we know about now. I don't know if we can handle it as humans. I don't know if we're built to handle all of this stuff. It's like somebody, yeah. you know. Because then what can you or I do? We could donate. We could join the service if we get drafted. Yeah. We could help an Afghan friend or something. I think joining the service is the only like actual thing that we could do really. Like posting something on your social media. Yeah, you're bringing awareness to it. And but the there's people... enough awareness, bro. There's, enough there's fucking... so awareness. much awareness. We don't need any more awareness. Yeah. I know people is dumb. I know people is starving. I know people are doing rapes. I know people are unhappy i know people are mentally unwell i'm live inside of one i of know them. people that shot people in the head yeah there you go yeah yeah dude you know? even though it was a guy who moved his head into the bullet <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah fuck but man. the awareness it's too much yeah we don't need any more awareness i'm so aware bro that it's like it's, but it's money for people because it's clicks you know we need clicks we need to fucking get some clicks on this you pro-vax or anti? Huh? Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, we gotta get into some, let's talk Taliban, let's talk fucking Building 7. We we'll gotta go get Tal into real shit, let's huh? get some, let's oh, get this dude, going. If you don't believe in Tower building 7. Building 7? Oh yeah, if you don't believe in Tower 7, I don't even know who inside you are, job? bro. Huh? Inside, it was an inside job. I mean, look, there's a guy running out with an IJ tattoo on his wrist, you can see it, bro. They found it in a video. <laughs> My mom was in, she was in the tower, she was, was in the first tower. Really? I know hit. she was a secretary, she, I saw she got in the out. video. Yeah, but she doesn't think it's an inside job. I'm always trying to get her, I'm like, having the kids and my 20 year old employees they'll call her and they'll be like we we believe it was aliens that flew the planes in and my mom's like what are you, what are these guys smoking that are working for you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> aliens flew the fucking planes into the towers She's it's like, like a get new a conspiracy job, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah she thinks everything i do is fucking like she, i don't know she watches all my stuff so oh of course man my mom does it. too Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think it makes them feel like closer to you or I don't know. I think I'm sure my mom get, has gotten to know me way better through my podcast than 100%. ever as a human. I never talked about drug use in front of my parents, any vulnerable shit, nothing. Even that stuff I said about, I might get yelled at because it's saying I'm not Catholic technically yeah. anymore. I might get whacked when I, you know, leave here. My mom <laughs> yeah, might be waiting funny. in the parking lot, <laughs> you know? They're driving across country right now. They got an RV. Really? They're retired. So they're, they're coming to see you? Yeah. Yeah, they're driving across the country. They're stopping at some campgrounds and stuff like that. Do they stay at like KOA and stuff like that? Um, I don't know what that is. I'm, it's like a, it's a just a sir. It's like a safe enough. Is that like a trail park term? Yeah, KOA is like they got clean bathrooms. Sometimes they have like a uh, little group center in the middle. Where oh, you there can we get go. Coffee. Yeah, I think they're doing stuff like this. I sent. I was out in Malibu awesome. shooting some stuff, and I found a campsite that was on the water, and I sent the like a video to my dad, and he was like. That's expensive shit. Like I'm gonna find like a piece of shit lot for fucking twenty bucks. Yeah, he was pissed off. He just gets pissed. I, I'm just sending him a, sending him a video, you know. Yeah. Like, look at this nice campground. He's, he gets mad. 
do you think getting mad is like a New Yorker's just it's a natural first reaction? It's like saying hello a little yeah, bit. Yes, it wouldn't be normal if if he was like, oh, that's really nice. I would love to visit. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck, Dan? <laughs> Would you wouldn't you fucking turn gay or something? Yeah, what's going on, Pop? You gay or what? <laughs> you got something to tell me and mom? Huh? <laughs> Let me get grandma on the line. Oh <laughs> like, shit. Grandma's dead. We'll get a Ouija board. <laughs> yeah. She needs to hear this. Yeah, yeah. Um what about this right here? What do you think about this, man? This just happened. First Look at that back. body on the pitcher. Oh, pitcher yeah. baseball players' physiques are so funny to me, you know, because they're athletes, they're pro athletes, but they don't have to be like ripped or like ufc fighters you have to use every pound on your body that's, that's a like good muscle point. you know these guys don't give a fuck they're out doing blow and fucking eating fried chicken <laughs> and then they get up the next day and just throw a 99 mile an hour fastball that's really all you gotta worry about it's just this thing making sure this is good that might be the white you might be talking about the white socks specifically but there are <laughs> a lot of good i think there's a lot of i think some guys every now and then you get that still kind of thicky thick guy out there now what do you do? No, with that guy's got some beef on him. Oh yeah, he does. You're Johnny. right. You got a belly. Be very, better careful. Well, folks, uh, I think I missed the whole uh, point of this video. So he said something <laughs> racist to him. Yeah, that was actually that, that this was, was it. this was actually him. He did he did a little Asian accent. Now what do you do with show? This is the see like we can't change this. You know we have no power over this. There's nothing we can do about this, right? Yeah. We can't you know, change this at all. We're spreading awareness right now. That's There's all we're a, doing. <laughs> did you see that video of the girls getting her hand bit by the alligator? I haven't. Can you look that up? Yeah. Do we want to play this one? Yeah. Let's just get through this. What do you think about this, man? Did you hear the guy? He said he's about to he's about to do the accent, and then they cut to after his suspension when he returned, and he apologizes to the Shohei Otani. Now, what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, better careful. Oh, the announcer did it. Yeah. You didn't even oh, notice it the first time. I didn't even notice it, no. Danger, man. Damn, you got to know your fucking place. He got That's... suspended, too, for it, and here's his apology. Well, folks, uh, Shohei Watani is coming to the plate, and uh, it's been brought to my attention, and I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community, for what I said about pitching and being careful. You just started a world war, bro. That's America's yeah. favorite pastime. We're putting Chinese racism in there. That's fucking terrible. I thought it was the players going at it back and forth. And I'm like, this is just shit talk at first. I, didn't, I wasn't paying attention, really. I was thinking about that alligator video with the girl and her, and her, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And her hand getting caught you in there. You would be, dude, yeah. But, yeah, no, Dang. that's terrible. Yeah, do you think you think it's terrible that the guy did it? You got to know your spot. You're an announcer, you know? Like, yeah, I'm scared to do live cool. podcasts because I might slip up. I'm just, I don't give a fuck about what I say sometimes. And there's like no filter. So I won't do live sometimes. But this guy knows you're live. And you don't have a crew of 20-year-olds that are going to edit this after, you know? Be there. I got, I got the story wrong. That was the same game, his next at bat. And today he has been susp suspended indefinitely. Jack Morris, the announcer. Wow. Even after his apology on air. I feel like you let the man have an apology. Maybe you maybe you suspend him a game, but I don't think it goes any further than that. It didn't. I feel like you can blatantly hear from his intention that it didn't. He didn't mean anything. Maybe somebody he who he knows who's Japanese has always said that in his life or something. Sometimes you could have things stuck in your head that come out. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, like baseball commentary, it's like. Maybe that's not for you. Maybe you wanted to be a comedian. If you're trying to make jokes and get laughs, maybe you should be trying that out of the laugh factory, you know? 
yeah. not on a fucking baseball game. Yeah, but do you think, what do you think, do you think his intention, that's why I wonder, what was his intention? Trying to get laughs. The guy's also maybe 70 years old. Do we know how old he is? Just out of touch. Yeah, you know? probably. He needs some fucking woke kids around him to teach him, you can't be doing that shit. This is 2021. He needs some kids to teach him that aliens are, what those kids do, your did, parents? Did building seven. <laughs> yeah, that aliens did building seven, so you need to watch your fucking Japanese accent, bro, yeah. okay? What are you doing, man? Yeah, we got bigger fish to fry, You're representing, dude. like, our, our country here. Dude, it's crazy. We can get China's flu, but we can't do an accent of them for two seconds on a freaking <laughs> baseball game. They don't fuck around. They don't have YouTube, Instagram, none of the shit we have. They ban everything. Except they do have TikTok, though, man. Oh, yeah. I have a Chinese, a friend of mine is a Chinese masseuse, this lady, Yuli, and she uh, shows me her TikToks. But how come we don't, I don't see Chinese TikToks? I don't think they let us see theirs. Really? So she has one that she's able to use, I think, because, I don't know, she is Chinese. Maybe her phone program is from China. Oh. Yeah. But then she'd be paying roaming. <laughs> pull, up that, pull up the crocodile video, if you could find it. Yeah, sorry. This is interesting, and... and not to take away from this, this is a serious issue, but this crocodile video, <laughs> no, it's not. you're going to appreciate, because this this girl... They're both different crocodiles. One of them is freaking, one of the crocodiles is uh, Big Brother, and the other crocodile is an actual crocodile. The w okay, look at the way this girl handled this situation here. I could see, you know, my, my, uh, my sister mm -hmm. doing something like this because she works with animals. She's a... Or, a, a racehorse owner. She owns she thoroughbred really? racehorses. She lives out in Kentucky. For equestrian? Uh, no, racehorses. Oh. Like thoroughbreds. So, uh, and she does jujitsu. So watch how this girl handles this because this animal is goes to fucking terror on her. Look at that. Oh, this is not the video I saw on Instagram. It's got... It is the it is the same video, but I I don't know why they needed to break down the backstory on the crocodile's life, you know. That's how they do it now, dude. Where it's who? It's a whole Viceland documentary. Yeah, on it. this thing was at Nobu before it showed <laughs> up. Yeah, that's the one we want. Warning. Reminds me of my fifteen-year-old French bulldog. The way. So look, she goes in there now with it. The thing's locked in. Look at the roll. Wow. She rolls with it to save her arm, and then she body triangles him. Look at that body triangle. Wow. She must be a, a, she must be at least a, a purple belt, right? Have you learned that move yet? Yeah, I think I have. I'm only one stripe white belt. This is what you got to do to get the black belt. You got to get in the croc tank. Oh, I left last session. I couldn't even find parking. That's why. So that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> oh yeah. It's. Do you go through phases of stuff? Like. Yeah, I go through phases where literally I'll get my ribs cracked and I can't go for two and a half weeks. That's what my <laughs> biggest problem is. Oh, so it's a body giving out. Yeah, it really is, and okay. that's almost sad. But part of that's depressing too. Yeah. But take me through some of this, Jeff. This is interesting because this I feel like is a difference between you and me. Like, I would like to watch that Shohei Otani thing and talk about the race, and you're like, no. You want to get you want to see some racism? An alligator. She's using BJJ, You're a right. Brazilian art form of, of martial arts. And once we discuss it, I agree with you. Way better, dude. Yeah, 
I love the way that I the, don't want to come on here and, and start, you know, no. switching up topics and stuff. If you had plans to talk about that, we go back to the baseball stuff. No, you know way more than I do about how to do this kind of thing, man. I think this is good. And I think that you, uh, I love the way you took us through it, dude. I love the role. I, w- I don't even know if I would have noticed the thing roll like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe, you know. Watch this. And she rolled. That's total BJJ right there. And yeah. And then, and then they wrapped it up the body triangle. And while her hand's locked in teeth, there's teeth going through her wrist right now. She stays in. And, and look, to, there's to keep your composure. No nonsense. And Keith to... Peterson jumping in there at the end, too. <laughs> look at that. Yeah, this guy was scared to get in there. He, he's at like, first, he, man, we got I trouble in here. Called in sick today. <laughs> Who is he? Yeah, he's the guy. <laughs> That's a great, bro. What a freaking cop out yelling, we got trouble in here when you're the dude who's supposed to be helping. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank God that girl is trained, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. She was. A she's mentally pro. tough too. Yeah, yeah. My sister does BJJ. She's a, a purple belt. So I, I, that reminds me of her wow. kind of. Are you guys pretty close? Yeah, I mean, I'll beat the shit out of her now. But <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. like she's older than me, so she used to kick my ass when I was younger. But you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. You know, roll with her. I would just. No, you guys close? Not you guys with her. <laughs> I, I didn't probably ask just push kick her away. You know. How how McGregor starts his fights out? He put does yes. throws the push kick. Test him. Just get away, Karen. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to yeah, go yeah, right yeah, now. We're thirties. Yeah. We're in our thirties. Dude, his first my kicks sister's name is Karen. Karen. Can you believe that? Are, are and I'm Jeff. My mom predicted memes yeah. while the aliens were flying the fucking <laughs> planes into the towers. My mom was out predicting memes. She right knew she's the, like, I'm gonna fuck my kids for life. Right into Tower Seven, baby. Tower Seven Productions, dude. That's our yeah. new production company, Jeff and Karen. Oh, is this McGregor's tweets? But lately? dude, McGregor does do that thing. It's like, yeah, he's like, back up, Karen. It's almost like you want, like, you got a homeless guy coming yeah. at you on the street. <laughs> yeah, totally. I don't want to risk, you know, yeah. catching any like blood, blood to blood contact. So let me just do the push kick. And it's very much like you don't want these hands, so I'm going to let you know that mm-hmm. by just I'm going to put this so you know what. And if you keep coming, then it's going to be these. And I feel like. Uh, like this in MMA is a good technique to start out the fight, like push him away. But also, if you try that out on the street, you might hit nuts and you might hit fucking. And that's there's no timeouts on yeah. the street, so that's an effective way. Oh, to yeah. get to not engage in in to throw a shot, but also like say like look, you don't fucking want it. They might get hit in the nuts. You could take off, right. you know, before the cops get there. Like, look, I, I'm still going to dinner with my wife. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. We're exactly. gonna be at no, yeah. You might have some dress shoes on or something. Yeah. Yeah, so. I wonder if you saw if you saw him in person. You ever met Connor in person? No, me neither. But I wonder if you saw him in person. If he looks, because some fighters, if they had on a hoodie, yeah, you may have no idea if it weren't for the ears. The ears, you know? yeah, the ears. Um, yeah. What happened with Connor? Connor and uh, Cormier got into it. Yeah, uh, Connor's took umbrage with some criticism that Daniel Cormier made on one of his MMA shows, and he just started going off on Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier is a fat mess, getting into worse condition by the day. God bless I mean, he's retired, you know? <laughs> Showing up drunk at media events the very day before he was in the booth calling my fight. Oh, he so he was upset at bias commentating. So he was. Imagine if he had that fucking baseball commentator on his fights. Oh, yeah, he probably would have loved doing him. the Irish accent. <laughs> yeah, I can't true. help but do the Irish accent, and I don't know if that's you know offensive. Now that's to a them. great point. If that would have been an Irish guy, I bet yeah. there's no problem. 
Cause I fuck, I fucking love it. Yeah, and, uh, it's fucking, fucking. To be honest, I don't give a fuck. Oh fuck you, <laughs> Mister! It's a hard accent to do, but it's, yeah. it's just so fun. I'd if I was commentating the fights, if I was Daniel Cormier, I'd be canceled big time because I would just do the whole fight in an Irish accent. But I, I don't think you'd get in trouble for Irish accent. Would you think you'd get in trouble? I mean, if Connor's just pissed about him gaining weight in his own in his in his own life in his own time, I think he's just going to be pissed about everything that. Cormier does and Cor- look let's be honest dude Cormier is that thicky you know what I'm saying he's built like a like Winnie the Pooh <laughs> went to freaking CrossFit for two years yeah you know he's got that he has the body style you're talking that Babe Ruth body style where it's just he got all the body you got every part and yeah. you're still great at whatever your sport is yeah and and that's a perfect example because it's MMA where you yeah. have to you know make weight but he's a heavyweight so yeah, you could be 265, you could get up there. But now you got guys like Nganu that are now using oh. every, like, cubic square of fucking muscle on your body. Has That's to be, scary. like, lean muscle, you know? Nganu's a fucking specimen, man. That guy is terrifying. You see the picture of him next to the, the smallest heavyweight champ? The, like, the, the heavyweight champ next to the lightweight, flyweight, strawweight? Uh-uh. I don't know all the weights, there's too many. I'm like a... Mine would be just wait, dude. I need a few minutes before I go in the ring. That's my wait. Look bro. at this. Oh my God. That's that Brian Moreno? Brandon, yeah. Brandon, Brandon Moreno. Moreno. Wow. The lightest UFC God. champion and the heaviest. Oh my God. And the crazy part is, Ngano seems like the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, French. French yeah. accent. The French are coming up, bro. That's Cyril Gagne. Gagne. Oh, yeah. Ngano. Yeah, that's going to be a good fight. Who'd have thought? Um, let's go back. What did Cormier respond, Nick? He said, "I bet you Ingano will run right through that wall. We can't. No fight. problem. Oh yeah, two reps. <laughs> He'll hit it and then go again. Yeah, he might just punch through it. I went to the UFC PI in Vegas, and they have that thing where you you punch and it tells you like how much your velocity is or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and." I hit that shit as hard as I could, and I couldn't even get a third of what Ngannou got. Really? Yeah, and oh. I had a shot. I was there with a pro fighter, and he got less than I did, and Ngannou was punching you know, three times harder than that. What the fuck? It's fucking insane. Were you with Sugar Sean? No, I, I, I just fucking pulled in. I said I was with the Nelk boys. Oh, yeah? I wasn't. I wasn't with anybody. I was just like, I was just fucking... I respect that, yeah. dude. I snuck in. I infiltrated the UFC PI. No, I had a friend there that was training, but that, it would have been cooler if I just left it the other story. <laughs> yeah. I lied. I'm, I'm a Nelk boy. I like that, you know? dude. I think, uh, I don't even know if I know the Nelk. I mean, I know who the Nelk boys are, but I don't know if I know any of them in, in person. Yeah. I oh, did Steve a, I met. Yeah, you, I feel like you would get along with them. I met some of them. And they're DJ? Hustling. Yeah. They're, they're doing their thing. Oh, yeah. They're kind of like in the same world. Do you ever feel like the same world that you guys are in? Yeah, now? 100%. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool that so many people kind of cross over each other and do stuff together. Yeah. Good guys. Um, I got, they, they make some edgy jokes. They got me in trouble one time. They sent me a package of merch and one of their shirts had Epstein on it. Mm-hmm. And... My friend, one of my friends, he looks like a young Epstein. Ooh. He has like a little rat looking face. And I always call him Epstein. So I made a joke as a, I was promoting their merch because they sent me a nice big box. And then I was getting canceled just for promoting their merch. So 
I mean, it's just what you give a fuck to. Is there value to. in getting canceled these days? Like my friend Morgan Wallen, he has like he got canceled or whatever, and he's like the biggest musician in the Was whole that world. The, the N word situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's a big now. He's I think he's the biggest. I mean, he's basically like the he's like the male Katy Perry now. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, you're he's saying that be, he'll be on tour for ten years if he wants to. I think anyway. So that actually helped his career. It definitely didn't hurt him. I think the way that they beat the media beat him down about it, yeah. it just helped him. It's almost like if you want to sell a good tour, get canceled first. Not yeah. that Morgan couldn't have without it, did but I bet he apologize or did he just double yeah, down? Yeah, he kind of did. No, he did a little bit of like the song and dance, you know, that they make you do. Yeah. For sure. Well, he grew up in the South. Yeah. Where, you know, did he get a pass from somebody? Because I don't know if I, I don't I don't I know that doesn't count, but no, but it kind of I mean, look, he called it like uh, he called his friend, his white friend, a pussy ass N word. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he didn't say E.R. He said A. Yeah. Which you can buy in music. So to me, I to me and a lot of my black friends didn't even think it was a, a big deal. Yeah. You know, it's really just the media. But if you can get the media to bite into yeah. something controversial, I wonder, do you think it can help your vibe these days? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if 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 that's part of your brand and you just double down on it, and you don't apologize. You just say, "This is who I am," and I made a mistake. Times are changing, you know. I don't know. This is fucking. I probably shouldn't comment on on this stuff. Oh, I don't this know. Is, I think it's interesting. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like is cancel culture now something people can use as leverage to be a better to promote? It's almost like like Six Nine did. It. If you watch that documentary about Six Nine. His whole thing was like... 6 9 is a documentary? Bro, and it's... it's multiple. Yeah, and it's fascinating, bro. His whole thing was, to me, I'm going to tell these rappers, rappers are not tough anymore. Mm-hmm. The guys who were shooting each other, they both shot each other. Biggie shot Tupac, Tupac shot Biggie. Yeah. Did they shoot at the same time? How'd that even happen? Uh-huh. And here's what... I think it was like a month apart or something, right? Oh, one of us have shot straight up in the air, then do it a freaking high <laughs> With an 80-gauge, though. Because that's crazy, bro. But here's the thing. He realized, he was like, none of these dudes, all of them are just about, like, internet cloud anymore. There's no real killers. Yeah. I'm going to call all of them pussies. Yeah. And that's what he started doing. And he's right. None of them are going to kill. 100%. They all just want to have their... It's more dangerous to be a YouTuber, because yeah. now you'll yeah. be, like, called out to box, and, okay, now you got to actually <laughs> know fight, you know? So you you got to be more hardcore to be a fucking YouTuber now than a rapper. I was talking to bro. That's so true. I was that's so to, true, I was bro. Talking to Yo Gotti the other day, and he was like, "What's the deal with all these uh, YouTubers boxing and money in that?" And I was like, "Well, back in the day when rappers had beef, they would just shoot each other. Now, like YouTubers in our world, they found a way to resolve that conflict and also monetize it." And you know, but like some people get into boxing and they love it. Like the Paul brothers, they actually live and breathe boxing now. Like yeah. they move their trainers into their houses. Like they are putting millions into their training camps. And they're, you know, they have resources that are better than most fighters have, you know? So a lot of, a lot of these fighters are getting paid two grand a fight. I know. If that, you know, how do you pay for training? They're like grateful just to get in the gym. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just fascinating. Yeah, why aren't these rappers, like, if they have any real beef? It's like the rappers have turned into... The actors. Yeah. And the YouTubers are the fucking ones that are actually about it. Let's settle the beef. Yeah. Look at us. We're in combat sports training. What the, what the fuck? Yeah. What are we preparing for? 
I don't know. I would be willing to fight someone in a couple of years. Oh yeah, I think would in you two do it? years. Somebody like around. I think if Brendan Schaub lost, it, he's a you know Brendan Schaub do a, and I do a show called King and the Sting, and he formerly did UFC. But if you he, he's a heavyweight though, you'd go after him. I'd have to gain forty. He'd have to lose forty. Oh, so he would be fucking a toothpick, and you would bulk up like Cormier probably. Yeah. I don't know. I'd probably go after somebody with a little less experience because he actually has octagon experience. You yeah, know? you're right. Maybe Bobby Lee, he wrestled in high school. Yeah, Bobby Lee's a perfect matchup. It'd be good shit talk back and forth on stage, you know, press conference. You get up there, you fucking do the accent like that. You get canceled. Your career <laughs> blows up. Yeah. And then you fucking beat his ass. Yeah. Dude, you and think I could beat him up? Actually, I could beat him up, I think. I'd hate to. Didn't he say he has some martial arts experience? Or is that just me stereotyping? He does, but I bet it's deep into his bone marrow now. I mean, it is. He's put a, he's more of it's a. In his, it's embedded in his brain. It's his instinct now. It's true. actually more dangerous that it's instinctual because he could just, you know, rekindle that. That's a good point. And his body's parts aren't far apart. So I feel like he can like manage his body. You know, like some remote controls, like the original PlayStation controller, like there was just a couple buttons and it was close and easy. And then yeah. you got that Xbox thing. You're like, what too many doing things. Yes, on. I think I have too many. Whereas he's just like, you know, yeah, it's more just organ. straight punches down the middle. That's it's all more, you need. One, two. Yeah, that's all you need to know. A lot of people don't know Bobby wrestled uh, at Poway. Wrestled at Poway High School. Uh, this guy has a question about an opponent for each one of you. Is this dope as Yola? It looks like it, but I don't think it is. What's up, Brad King? Jeff, how we doing? It's your boy Meter from Jersey. Um, Theo's a big DP fan. Uh, Dustin Poirier, not the other thing. And Jeff likes Connor. I mean, would you guys ever, you know, get in the ring? Fight you fucking rat me right you know, out over here. I mean, I'm... I think, uh, I think Theo would uh, sleep Jeff in like 30 seconds. Dang. Don't drive us Whoa, against but, each other, bro. I mean, we just met. Ball, We're baby. fucking finally warming up to each other, and you want to drive us against each other. Any yeah. fucking ratted me out of being a Connor fan. Yeah. You know, I look, I don't like Connor's actions recently. Calling Cormier a fat fuck is kind of a little funny. Yeah. But, you know, like, yeah, he's he's got to work on his respect levels right now, but also he's going through some serious shit. He's got a life-changing injury yeah. right now. When I was... When I smashed my fucking head off the crane, I was saying all types of batshit crazy stuff. I still am today. I probably said things on the podcast. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, at least you could use a crane injury. If anybody's like, why do you say that? I'd be like, just show a picture of a freaking big John Deere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're done. You can say whatever you want. Uh, yeah. Now. You You're canceled. mentally handicapped. Blame it on the crane. Dude, blame it on the crane. Um, I made a song about it too. You did? Yeah. At the end of the documentary, you'll okay. see it. So yeah, I skydive into a musical performance at the end. Oh, I couldn't wow. figure out how to end it. I was like, this is some sad shit. It got real dark, and then I just wanted to end it on a happy note. So I covered higher from Creed. Ooh. Yeah, it was a fucking jumped out of the... I jumped out of a hot air balloon, and then I just started singing. And it was like... Because like a, I can't sing. I'm not a musician, but I could do like funny singing voices. Yeah. So I did that, and then I reached out to him, and he like gave me the rights to to do it or whatever really yeah that's awesome have you ever done uh the one that josh adam myers does at the comedy at the uh jam jam uh he has comedians and entertainers come on stage and sing with a live band like you 
you you goddamn comedy jam goddamn comedy oh, jam oh damn I, I don't i don't know if i could do that i could do it for you like if i sold great. tickets to my own tour i could do it for my own fans but going out there for people that don't know me and then i just start doing a shitty cover of creed <laughs> i did it it was bad everybody did it <laughs> like open mics it. i never had to go it. that no, route no no it's not an open mic it's like a real show so they just the crowd is there just they know it's comedians and entertainers or uh, comedians performing music that are not singers so they know oh, okay. oh, but they it's know it's a real be. band and it's like a good people are just having fun but people like the average person has way more musical talent than i do really uh, yeah i don't have any i, I have like like bad music what talent. skills do you think you actually have like what are some of your honestly what are your skills fighting i could probably fucking take off the average youtuber's head in a, in a boxing match you know um have you thought about challenging anybody yeah i've been doing it I, on my own podcast people are sick of it there i just call somebody out every week and nobody's taking the bait right now what about so, ethan klein oh yeah that, i mean he wouldn't take the bait i mean what's in it for him money yeah you know that how much money can you possibly give him he's not gonna do it he wouldn't do it i would love that matchup because he's fucking you know said some things about me but it you know he's a heavyweight he would probably <laughs> like to do a debate like a mental battle you what know, about like, trisha Pataya? I mean, that's man and woman. That'd be a new thing. You'd have to get She's a new league. I thought she was transgender. Not sure. You would have to get a whole new league of like, uh, who's even down to put that on? That bare knuckle? They put on, fuck, Triller would probably put it on. Triller would do it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Triller does not give a Bro, Triller is basically like, anytime I've ever been in a huge nightclub in Jacksonville and had to go find the bathroom, yeah. that is what I feel like I'm wandering through when I watch Triller. Somebody's singing over here in this corner. It's very yeah. poorly lit. I wouldn't There's be surprised a fist if they fight had over the fucking, here. The, a rematch with the crocodile and that girl. They yeah. might try to, <laughs> they might try to set that up and just promote it. The rematch of the crocodile versus the MMA girl. <laughs> Dude, that's where we're headed. It's definitely getting interesting. It's like we're all heading into this space where it's like there's just the, the things are just publicized fights now. The UFC is like the biggest sport in America. Yeah. I realize it's my favorite sport. Same. It's it's great. Huh? Football used to be my favorite sport. Fuck that. Men running around with helmets on and gear throwing a ball around. Yeah. Just put two men in. Only one can win. Yeah. You know, you have to make that man fucking either quit or go to sleep, go unconscious, you know? What better, what's better than that? Do you think you could have done it looking back on your life if you'd have gotten into it early and really trained? Do you think you'd have had a chance in it? Um, Do you have that thing? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I got in plenty of fights growing up, but I've lost some, you know? That might have fucked up my momentum, you know, if I, if I had a loss. like Who'd you lose um, to? Do you remember? I mean, I've had group fights where I just yeah. got clipped from the side and stuff oh. like that. Yeah, I remember I, I lost uh, this one fight. I fought some guy on steroids. He was on performance-enhancing drugs. We, I wouldn't test him or anything after that. He had, he'd, just, he'd walk around school saying, I'm I'm off the weed, I'm on the juice. Oh, yeah. He was a real juice head. And yeah, just fucking, I was out of my weight class. That's why they have weight classes, you know? I tried to go after a fucking big dog. I got fucking pummeled, yeah. you know? That's but cool, it's a though. humbling experience, you know? I wouldn't change a thing. Except maybe the fucking, you know, the crane. I lost the fight to the crane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. But even that, I got TKO'd. I didn't even get knocked oh, out. That was awesome. <laughs> that was a TKO. That was a doctor stoppage, actually. Yeah. That one was a doctor stoppage <laughs> with the crane. That fucking crane. Dude, we should do a fight review sometime. I wonder if that would be cool or not. You and me commentating? Yeah. I think I think we just came up with a goddamn, you know? And get a fighter, too. We have to get somebody who fights who knows what they're talking about. Do we? I think we know enough. <laughs> I don't think we do. We could just do fucking accents like that guy. Yeah. 
and you know oh we'll get, coming to the plate <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, yeah. we'll get views yeah, we will. we'll lose all our sponsors i'm sure liquid death will stick around yeah. but you <laughs> know. they're in it for the long haul dude going to jail liquid <laughs> death. that was your conor mcgregor if anybody's wondering yeah, yeah that was my conor man was my oh conor, yeah. Yeah, yeah oh i'm gonna fight you baby <laughs> they're all bad man wow yeah, we, i mean i get a lot of practice all i do on my podcast is talk about myself and do conor mcgregor impressions people really? are pissed but i'm warming <laughs> up to it yeah I'm, I'm getting used to it i got a soundboard and stuff so i got i got the 20 year olds that believe in aliens flying planes and they're just hitting buttons all day <laughs> and it throws off any form of conversation that gets started oh yeah but i think that's like what i'm used to because i'm in the younger generation where everything's just quicker and we cut ours those edits it's not fast. like rogan where it's just they sit down and have a conversation and they could just talk for three hours yeah it's, you know, it's, it's hard to be on joe rogan do you, do you have a calf or two hooked up to your penis when oh. you do those? Because I got to piss right now, and I feel like we've been going only for like a half hour. Yeah, two and a half. I had two hours I had to pee so bad. I remember some of my all my thoughts started to have like it was on an ocean. Do you get nervous to tell him, like, can I take a piss break? Yeah. Yeah? Because I got a little of that right now. Like, yeah. I don't want to interrupt the show, but I got to piss bad. Yeah, go pee, and we'll come answer this question from this young lady. Okay, yeah, we'll come right back for this. Damn, I was holding that in. You were? I'm happy you weren't pissed off that I, I, I have to go piss. You Not a chance, man. No, I'm glad you're getting it out of you. Attention listeners across the galaxy from Minneapolis to Mozambique, from Atlanta to Florida. Do you have a problem with body hair? Has your body hair gone to the next level? Is your pubis, pubis hair growing into your mustache or your belly? Does your armpit hair run all the way down to your balls? Uh, well, get ready for an out-of-this-world experience when you try the new Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped. It's popular in the USA, Canada, and across all the other countries. Inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 4000K LED spotlight you can turn on and off when needed for a more precise shave throughout your travels across the universe. That's right, get 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash Theo. That's 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash Theo. Help preserve our podcast and take care of your pubis hair. That's right, Manscaped. You know, hair is, it's tough to come by different hair. You might have hair, you might not. Somebody, you see somebody with a mustache, you want to cut it off them and put it on your damn scalp. You want to take care of yourself. You want to take care of your hair. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. Yep. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers them both. Yep, Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Low-cost treatments start at just $10 per month, and Keeps offers generic versions as well. Prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, but you will. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash Theo to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash T-H-E-O to get your first month free, keeps.com slash Theo. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Oh, I'm refreshed. Nice. 
Hi, Jeff. Hi, Theo. My question for you, Jeff, is did you really lose your virginity at age 12? And if you could go back and change things, do you think you would still lose your virginity at age 12? Um, love you, Theo. Love you so much, Jeff. Gang, gang. Okay. Snip, snip. So somebody's been neutered, if I, could I guess. Go, if I could go back and change anything, I would go back to when I recorded that video and said that it was 12, because I think it was like 14 or 15. Yeah. I think I exaggerated a little bit when I said that, but... She did some deep diving research for that. And so I love you back. And I appreciate you for watching all my stuff way back then when I said that in a video. Because I, I was new to YouTube. I was just blurting shit out. Yeah. I must have been fucking 12 or whatever. I didn't know I was going to stick and resonate with people. It might change how this girl lives her life. Well, what if she lost her virginity at a young age because, because you did? Because I did. So What if some 12-year-old watches that and you're like, you know what? I'm going to go outside right now and bang somebody. I know. I know. So, yeah, if I could change <laughs> anything, crazy. I would go back to when I said that because that was a lie and I'm spreading misinformation. I must have been 14, 15, which is still early, but... Yeah. But in New Jersey, is that early? I feel, or New York is, I feel like that's freaking... After that movie Kids, I feel like it's like anybody... <laughs> So you got a hump by the time you hit a, hit about eighth grade. Yeah, no, I had already been in and out of gangs, multiple gangs, different fucking yeah, it, yeah. So I grew up different, but I don't I don't suggest it. I don't recommend you do the same thing I did. But you know, I don't regret it. She whatever. She could use it a little gang is. life. I think that lady looks like she could use definitely. Would you want a gang? Something light, nothing heavy. You know, maybe a book club that also buys knives or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> she might already be part of one. Yeah, she's sure. watching both of us. I think, uh, yeah, she's not doing. Yeah, she's definitely doing great. It's funny to see the crossover people that watch the both of us. Because I saw you posted a picture on the Instagram saying that I was coming on, mm -hmm. and like the picture you picked of me was uh, that was the old version of me. I had no mullet. You know, I wasn't my true form at mm -hmm. that point. And there were people on there like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Like, fuck this guy. Who is guy. this N-word? Somebody wrote me, who's this N-word? <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty cool, I thought. God damn. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty cool. I know, it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess Dude. you get nicer messages. But yeah, I saw like like people comment and stuff like that. They were pissed off. So it's interesting to see like these videos. It's nice that we do have crossover fan bases. Yeah, her. That's it. it. Could be <laughs> That's the only yeah, one. Yeah. And anybody, yeah, who, anybody who likes getting their hair cut uniquely, yeah. which I think is so many people now have mullets, man. I know I, it's kind of a little frustrating because we had our, we had our thing, you yeah. know, me, you, and Kenny Powers, and now it's well, and Kenny really he launched it years ago, but it didn't really pick up. It was almost just like a look at the past kind of because he was, I think was a character from the past, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like he plays a, an exaggerated version of himself. I, I just before I finish, I, I don't want to leave out Riff yeah. Raff because I know that's a buddy of yours. Yeah, I've spoken to him too about doing stuff together, uh, like shooting a, a podcast or something together, and I know he's a an avid mullet represent. He's an average. He's a piece of hit. hit. Riffraff should be in a museum. Yeah. Some people are like a segment of time trapped in a person. And Riffraff is like 19. For me, and this is judgment, he's like 19, eight, like not 89 to like 94. Oh, damn. That's in a I was, person. I was born 89. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's. You, I feel like both of you guys have that in you. You're both unique in your own ways. Oh, yeah. He, he's similar. extremely unique, man. 
Because I went, I remember I went to his place, man. I went to his place in Florida. And he took me like immediately like dirt bike riding in his neighborhood and quadding in his neighborhood. And it's not like a neighborhood you go quadding in. So the neighbors are all like, well, you know. Yeah. They're all like taking their trash out. But that's like, the only time that dirt biking or quadding is fun. When exactly. it's on the streets illegally. Yeah. And know? if somebody's flipping you off while you do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you, what are you going to go to a dirt track and do yeah. it the right way? You got to load it on the truck and get it off and all that shit. Yeah, and your you mom's there clapping when you get her back. Yeah. Sign off this shit. Fuck it. Just ride it down the street. Join a gang. Yeah. yeah. Like New York and the dirt bikers in New York. Like Meek Mill and like over there on the East Coast. Oh, yeah. They would just ride the dirt bikes in the street. It's way more fun. The cops come to chase you, just skid, go the other way. That's legendary. I went to jail for that, too. You did? Uh, that's what, yeah, one time. But I feel like a lot of things it seemed like you would get stopped for. Was there an act? Did you rebel against police and that also helped you get to jail? I wonder, was there an extra element? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck you, yeah. That, that's what yeah, I see. Yeah. I see, like, okay, there's this one introductory <laughs> element where about 80% of people maybe make it out of. <laughs> yeah. But Wittick is like, nah, fuck you, I pigs. got myself in a deeper hole. Yeah, I keep yeah, digging yeah, it deeper yeah, and deeper. Yeah. I'm like that kid in the breakfast club where he's like, he's like, you got detention, and I'm like, fuck you, and he's like, say something again, and he's like, he just keeps saying it. That's me. <laughs> I keep getting time added on. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you basically stop by a police office to ask for directions, and next thing you know, you're in freaking <laughs> solitary confinement for a year. <laughs> what the fuck did I do? Yeah. Um, that's a good question that lady had, man. I remember being young and having sex, man, and that was the best time to be sober. And I've sober sex is for children. I've always said that, mm-hmm. and I believe I was 17, man. But when you're when any, once you hit like twelve, you're just trying to find somebody who will let you put your penis in them. I feel like you just want to get it done so you can tell your friends that you did it. Yeah, and to tell yourself you can do it. Uh huh. Yeah. Because you're this you're this weird thing that wants to have sex and that hasn't done. You're base. It's like the Legend of Zelda kind of. <laughs> now, see, I don't even know what Zelda is, but I I can kind of understand. Yeah, it's like Final Fantasy or some game. You know, yeah. it's like I got to get to the end. I got to defeat the boss, you know? Yeah. The Damn. Volva or whatever. I just pissed <laughs> off half your audience there, not knowing what Zelda is. No, they don't have them known. I just wasn't into games. The only video games I played was Grand Theft Auto. Just go beat somebody up if you don't feel like playing the game. Just go dude, do a that wasn't Grand Theft Auto, dude. That was your 20s, okay, dude? That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even the game. Any... It was just blended. <laughs> that was the Miami know. drinking yeah, days. Yeah. Vice City, too. It is very blended that time reality and me playing that game in my childhood. I might be mixing some shit up. That's probably why I said I was twelve when I fucking lost my virginity. Of course you did, bro. You're I was throwing, thinking about the game. Oh, you're throwing somebody out of a cab, bro. That's why. <laughs> I was with a prostitute in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Yeah, you do have kind of like a uh like a Grand Theft Auto kind of history, I feel like. I live my life like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Still to this day. Even my place that I live in, my apartment, it's designed like the mission like room everything i i do i go out i do a heist i bring it back there we sort out all the goods you know it's just that's my mission room you have one of those big bank vault wheels on the front of your refrigerator (laughs) on the fridge it's like yeah pretty much sneak up on this snack pretty much um yeah do you remember losing your virginity man was it a scary time was it a good time yeah, for me it was a it was a scary time. I was in the backyard of my friend Tom's house. We used to hang out over at Tom's house in his basement. That's where all the whatever we could get into any trouble. You yeah. know, Tom's parents didn't really give a shit. He had like a, a we all live in duplexes, and my my house was not a duplex, but pretty much ninety percent of houses in Staten Island are duplex, maybe even a a, a triplex or something. Yeah, it's, families all 
living in the same you could smell the neighbors cooking when it comes oh, yeah. to the vent yeah, yeah we used yeah. to have that we lived in a fourplex oh yeah fourplex and our neighbors made liver all the time and we would all when it when the liver smoke would come through the vents bro we would lose it as kids we would go hide like it was literally like this weird game of hide and go seek that happened i forgot about that the yeah. second the liver smoke it would literally the smoke of it would come through the vents i just got so lost in that i forgot what we were even talking about <laughs> i went back to thinking about riffraff's hairline oh yeah i just would love to fix it and just line it up yeah he pushes it back too much He's got his boy Maserati Matt, I think, who cuts him up, man. Oh, yeah? I don't want to tight. disrespect Maserati Matt. I take it back. His hairline's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get Barbara Beef, you know? No, no. Matt's, I mean, Matt's a G, man. Work. Uh, and was it a scary time? What happened? Was he, was it, you met you knew the girl? Or oh, was yeah. It? So Tom's parents would be up on the third floor, and we would have the basement down. So wow. now we're down like four levels. We're underground. We could do whatever we want down Beautiful. there. Beautiful. Finally, we get some girls over to Tom's basement and then that's finally when i was able to close the deal now were and both girls that night was it a plan like we're all gonna i had to go sex? out in the backyard because mm. the basement down there there was always people hanging out it wasn't that it was like this room pretty much you know so we couldn't get anything done in there went out and went out in the backyard on a beach towel oh yeah this is where i lost my virginity that was that's the beautiful. first time yeah, I hope my fucking mother doesn't watch this one. She knows. No, she knows things. in her heart. That's two things that I said. She that. knows the way that you came home after that and complained about the sandwich that you were, that she made for you. She knows I came back with an attitude. Yeah. yeah. Hey, mom, make me a sandwich. <laughs> 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 I got a fucking beach towel <laughs> on my back. Yeah, damn. My poor mother. Like, Have you been to Jones Beach? Is that how you guys Jones Beach? <laughs> yeah, now? I went to Jones Beach as a kid. Oh, that's cool. I caught a fish there. I caught a striped bass off the beach. Wow. Yeah, maybe that's what I need. As you know, we were talking about the reset button earlier. Maybe it's just a good fishing trip. We were old man, you know, just go out on a boat or a lake, uh, you know, whatever on the ocean or lake, whatever, just fishing. Yeah, maybe. I feel like I'm always searching for a reset. Do you feel like that? Yeah, ever? yeah, because things are going good for me right now. I am actually resetting. I'm starting back up the barbershop show, and and that was kind of stressful to kind of reset that because it's something I'm so used to. I did it for so long, and I'm like. I'm proud of those episodes that we did, and now we got to kind of start that back up again and, and do that character. It's kind of a batshit crazy barber. Was it a real? Uh, was that really the way it ended with the guy? That was kind of like a, a metaphor. That was a metaphor. Yeah, it was like me letting go of the old me that would burn down his restaurant if he fucked me over yeah. and said, "You know, you gotta get your shit out of my house." Which was my house. Yeah. Uh, he moved into my house and said, oh. get your shit out. And then went and had this successful business. I would have fucking burned it down. But because of my love and respect for his family and me putting that old version of myself behind, that was me transitioning okay. in that moment. Yeah. It's it's very weird that all this happens on a haircut show. When <laughs> all you have to yeah, do is, is cut the person's hair and interview them. But but haircut's such a changing of the guard when you go get a haircut. It's such a like... No pun intended. Yeah. It's such a like, how am I going to leave here? How am I... Who am I? What am I trying to be when I, you know, go back into my life? Am I just going to have the same vibe? Am I going to, you know, going to get a haircut, making some hair choices? There's a real thing to it, you know? I want the hair exactly the same because everything's going great. I don't want to. I don't want anything to be mm -hmm. adjusted. Let's get, get yeah. it the same, you know. Trying to hold um, on to yeah, 
or I want it to look a certain way. You see guys sometimes have the same the haircut that you could tell that they've had since they was freaking four years old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's ne- and you're like, oh, that guy is, he's sticking with what works. That guy's missionary hair. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. But guys got it easy because you could always like grow your hair back in a couple weeks. You know, when women make a change, it's a big deal. You know, that's yeah. why they want the guy to comment on it. Oh, you didn't notice anything? There's nothing different about me. You know? Yeah. It's a big deal for them, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, but, that is true, man. And I think especially as women get older and stuff, one the hair you could, you know, the hair always can look nice. Uh-huh. You yeah. Know? And so true. they get their hair done. But yeah, for for a guy, when you change up your hairstyle, it doesn't happen often in life unless you're who's a good example like Shane O'Malley is always changing his hairstyle up yeah. or whatever. But Sugar Sean, there's not much guys that really do that. Like Abe maybe Lincoln did a happily. He had a mullet at some point, didn't he? No. Abe Lincoln had a mullet? I think he did. There's a drawing of him. I've been to his home uh his home that he grew up in. There's a drawing of him actually with longer hair. Huh. There you go. Oh sh- that's gotta be doctored. <laughs> I feel like one of your fans made that edit. <laughs> I don't know, man. That <laughs> shit looks pretty fire. This is the fucking theory. Are you telling me if that dude Reddit page? Bro, that dude rolls up to president, bro. I'm voting. That up. one too, the America one. I'm voting. Damn. I'm voting legally, bro. If that dude rolls up, <laughs> okay, that's doctors. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fake. Yeah. That's fake. This, yeah. This guy had a question about his hairstyling days. Yeah, okay. this guy looks like the type of guy that would get nervous going into a barber, going into like the super cuts, probably doesn't have a regular barber that he visits. He <laughs> yeah, goes yeah, to yeah, new yeah, people yeah, every time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah, do you trust people that go to a new person every time? What kind of person is that? Person that just doesn't give a fuck, just lives day to day. That is, you know? but bro, that is like, a, that's like the Pablo Escobar of haircuts. Like <laughs> you are fucking to go to a different person every time. Yeah, This. so that's what this kid does. Do we know that about him yet? Uh, we should we assume don't. it. We don't. I'm, I'm sad. I'm okay to assume that. I'm that person, though. I'm, oh, really? You go to a different barber every time? Just whatever's closest or open oh. or whatever. Yeah. Oh. So you're not from here? No, no. I okay. went to great clips and sports clips when I was in Minneapolis, and it but would always be a new lady whose fingers smelled like cigarettes. And oh. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I had like uh, I had this Italian guy that, mm-hmm. that hit the barbershop that I went to growing up. Um, I can't believe I can't remember the fucking name right now, but this place was like handed down from generations of like just just Italian sons that would take over the barbershop. So cool. And yeah, it's I feel like shit, I can't remember this name, but who knows, that might have been in Grand Theft Auto too that I'm just dreaming this up in. I don't know. I don't know. Man, it's crazy. Your life is just kind of a merger between Grand Theft Auto and real life Jeff Wittick. <laughs> yeah. We got to the bottom of it. This is my therapy session for the week, you know? Save me fucking 80 bucks or whatever. You're like John Wick, dude. John Wick. You're better than John. This episode's better than the movie John Wick. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. crazy Didn't he ride a horse and fucking rob like a... Sure he did, dude. He he did a robbery while riding a horse. This guy's in a bar. Times Square. I didn't even watch the movie. I just watched that one scene. If you even just look at the box, the picture, you get the whole film. (laughs) I feel like. Theo Vaughn and Jeff Wittick. Two delectable specimens. Uh, this one's for Jeff. What's the best hairdressing story you have? Gang, gang. Oh, Amber Rose walked into the barbershop, and she was like, I want you to shave my head and my sister's head. And this is when she was dating Kanye West. And I was like, you look like Kanye West's girlfriend. And she was like, 
sweetie and Kanye West girlfriend. I was like all fucking nervous. And she was beautiful in person. Like fucking, I was, uh, I was very shy at the time and I did it. I shaved their heads and I ended up dating her sister for a while after that. I shaved their head and Mm. yeah, she was beautiful too. It wasn't her sister. She was just. Is cutting a woman hair. A maybe good do way. Jeff. Maybe do Amber Rose Jeff Wittick. Maybe we could find something. This might reveal something from my past that you had no idea about. Maybe it's I like, won't even. She almost looks like Kathy Griffin's um, kind of son. No, right that's there. not. That's not it. Ooh, ooh. I guess there's no. Oh, there's me and Paulie D. Oh yeah, that's those are good stories oh, too. Yeah, Paulie D's. A... The situation would come to the barbershop a he lot. Would. Yeah, because he was. Uh, you know, a barbershop is a one-stop shop. You go for a haircut and you go- You get everything. You go, yeah. So he you would come in. You get your gram, you get your deal, you get your dauber. So yeah, he would pop in a lot. Mike Sorrentino. And he's on the juice. I, I don't know, I'm saying he's on the juice, but I would bet. But are, are, are a lot of these guys in New Jersey on the juice or they just look like this? I think it's, I don't know, his cheeks look all inflated. I think that's a side effect of yeah. testosterone. Yeah, I used to do testosterone, man. And I loved it, and I would get jacked. That's probably why that picture I thought was you. Oh, yeah, true. The, the <laughs> yeah. Dude, what about this? So, oh, he celebrates five years of sobriety, man. That's amazing. That was just in... Gym. I'm sure he's doing ketamine therapy and stuff like that, though. He didn't read the fine print down there. He yeah. might be on mushrooms, weed, and ketamine therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So There's a lot of people trying to find different ways to get around it, man. Yeah, like I, there's a lot of successful people in Hollywood that say they're sober, but I hear rumors that behind the scenes they're not. Yeah. I don't know Jared Little personally. I don't want to call it, like say that it's him, but how's that guy sober? Yeah. You know? He's a rock star fucking doing performances in front of millions. Is he in Kings of Leon? No, I think he's got his own thing. Uh, 30 Seconds to Mars. 30 oh, Seconds wow. to Mars. That's a good Same band. thing. Yeah, same band. Um, but yeah, he's sober and he did Requiem for a Dream. He was in Fight Club. He was the guy that got beat up with the yeah. blonde hair, you know? Yeah, you'd think you'd have to gram out after that at some point or bowl up. But yeah. who knows? Like, how do you come up with jokes? I just like to talk. I start talking on stage or I'll think of something from growing up and I'll start there usually. Yeah. I think I like a memory from growing up. That usually makes me feel pretty good and then I'll try and come from there. I don't like telling jokes when I don't feel like happy though. Yeah. So if I'm in a bad mood, man which I've been in for a while, I don't like telling jokes that much. Yeah, my whole the whole year of recovery while my eye was growing back, it was fucking hard to think of jokes. Were you agitated a lot? Yeah, and I just thought I was never I would never have confidence again. Cause I, I, not the confidence part. I I knew that, you know, eventually I would stop giving a fuck. Over time, I would just get used to it, but I just was worried that people looking at me and the first thing they feel is bad for you, you know? Oh, yeah. How does that translate as... You know, how can I make people happy and make them laugh? You know, that's going to be tough to overcome that. But oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and then do you become like a charity case or anything? Yeah, you, know? you become a charity case. Like it's like whenever you walk past somebody and you see like they're in a wheelchair or they have like a like a fake like prosthetic leg or something like that. Like oh, it's always the first thing you're drawn to naturally. You know, just as humans, that's what we do. Yeah, it's a surprise. Yeah, exactly. It's just a shock. And then it's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm a comedian. And then it's just so hard to get past that fucking prosthetic leg or something like that. Yeah. I have to compare. People are like, oh, come over here and see this one-legged guy who's a great comedian. You know yeah. what I'm saying? People are just like, they're where their brain goes. You're going to be staring at that leg the whole time. Yeah. But 
I watched a Michael Bisping documentary on how he lost his eye mm-hmm. or was like battling his eye stuff and he um, was getting surgeries on it and one of the surgeries got infected and that's when he eventually like, I think he lost his eye. I'm not sure exactly, 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to talk to him soon. It doesn't work well, but he still has it in his head. Oh, yeah? I, I saw, They took it out? I saw a thumb. Uh, he can take it out completely. If oh, you take can? it out, it doesn't oh, reattach. Cool. It's not like an iPhone charger. Yeah. <laughs> no, unless this is... Oh, no. He So he lost his eye, 100%. Wow. Yeah. And he won the belt with one eye. Yeah, he beat Luke Rockhold. Mm-hmm. That's not saying much, you know? It he fucking, won the belt. I didn't, here's Leo the crazy part. Luke Rock, I'm just kidding. The Luke Rockhold, if you watch this, I don't know. I know you got a lot of Luke UFC Rockhold's fans. so good looking, dude, we can make fun of him. Okay, yeah, okay? that's true. That's the yeah, only thing. I love you, Luke, but he's going to be fine. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Luke Rockhold, dude, if he doesn't have a fight with UFC, he's definitely going a few rounds with somebody's wife somewhere, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. Luke Rockhold is doing <laughs> fine, bro. Yeah, so he um, beat Luke Rockhold for the for the title Wait, he won the one belt. eye then he should be the super champion pound for pound. yes yeah because <laughs> pound for pound how much does an eye weigh if you take that out of the head yeah, bro that's a magical ounce because think if khabib or john jones had to wear eye patches for all those fights they're not having perfect squeaky clean records you know i don't give a fuck bisping might have just because here's the crazy part i've talked to him 20 times in person and never even realized i knew he'd had a bad eye but i yeah. didn't i just thought it was just detached i didn't know that it was unworking yeah. That it was a fake eye. You'd never, you'd never know. Can you tell with mine? I'm just kidding. Oh, my gonna, God, bro. You yeah, you did for That's a second. fucked up, especially on this topic. Now I'm, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Let me make an apology video. <laughs> I was doing a prank on Theo there that was not meant to be disrespectful. Fuck, man. That's racist, I'm dude. I'm playing with fire. Oh, look at your eye. You take I, out? I might run into eye troubles in the yeah. future. I'm fucking really yeah. playing with fire. <laughs> yeah. Making eye jokes like that. You wonder what will come to you. Sometimes I wonder of all the things being recorded since we record so much stuff, how easily it would be for anything to come back and haunt you, you know? Somebody just makes a deep fake on you. Notice your life in the future. Like, say anything happens, you're like, well, you said this. And it's just like, this yeah. is just karma. You like know what the I'm Virgi- saying? The losing your virginity thing. I don't even remember that. Yeah. I don't know why. I say it's not even true. Yeah. You're right. We're fucked. We're fucked. We did it to ourselves. This is what we signed up for. I know so, we did. You know, it is what but it is. what did we sign up for? That we wanted people to know who we were? What did we sign up for? That's what I want. I think sometimes. to be remembered. So when we have our great-great-grandchildren, they could look at, at our old podcast and see when we talked about fucking, uh, I, don't, I don't know, ketamine therapy. But you know what it'll be, though? It'll be... It'll be a three-minute best. Of, all the episodes will be surmounted in a three-minute best-of clip. I mean, even if I go watch Muhammad Ali, sometime I'll watch a whole fight once in a while. Yeah. But mostly I just go see Muhammad Ali's greatest moments. Yeah. You know, and it's and six some, minutes of great moments. But you're a busy guy. I'm sure a lot of people, like, you know, people are submitting questions. Maybe they got time to watch the... the uh, a full segment? Yeah, they get do a deep dive into Muhammad Ali, you know. I don't know where we make the content so we don't get to consume as much because we're too busy making it. But I think you got to make time to consume too. Just not all the awareness stuff, you know? Like you got to find your, your places to find your content. Yeah. And you, what is it, Netflix? No, I don't want to fucking watch Netflix. Not super often, a lot of it. I don't know. Hulu's hard to manage. I will say this, Netflix is the most manageable with the remote. Yeah. 
Hulu is hard. Hulu is like having a diorama, dude, and asking it to change. I don't even mess with it anymore. It's got too confusing for me. I won't even touch it. It that, switches like, to two different interfaces. It's very, very strange. And Spotify is tough too because I used oh, to watch Joe Rogan's podcast on the TV and fall asleep to it. No disrespect. It's just, you know, yeah. that's when I have time to watch stuff. Oh, dude, Consume yeah. it's at night. And you can't do that anymore with Spotify. So I haven't watched a Joe Rogan podcast in fucking probably a good year. You know? Yeah, when he gets on there with that spacey brother, dude, that's when I would really zone out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tyron Woodley or whatever that guy's name is. Tyron Woodley. No, he's not talking about fucking space. Montgomery? What's that guy's name? I don't even know. Tyron that Afro Woodley kinda? believes in space. You know, I saw a billboard oh. for the Tyron Woodley fight, and it was only Jake on it. It was it's hilarious. It was on Sunset. This guy is a UFC champion, and you have Dude, only- That's messed up, dude. Unless Jake made that part of his contract. It said Showtime in the corner. <laughs> Like, how disrespectful can you be, you know? Oh, my God. Come watch this fight. Only this one guy. guy. He's going to be yeah, fighting yeah. someone else. <laughs> he's just fighting his own how much money. He's fighting his bank yeah. and how much money he's going to make. He's fighting, his, <laughs> he's fighting with his accountant after. Man, that's like my fucking crane video. I put the uncensored one on Patreon. Like, mm-hmm. this is like just me doing something. Like, it's it, you get to, it's like a pay-per-view. Yeah, totally. It's just me versus a crane. And how know? much did people pay overall, you think? Well, I got I broke the record on Patreon. So no uh, way. Subscriptions, yeah. For like, just a lot of them came just to see the video and then left. But now I do like extra podcasts there and stuff. But um, for that one, we month, had forty-seven thousand people signed up. And how much is the Patreon? It was like five dollars, ten dollars a month. Wow, twenty dollars if you want to see some nudes, slip some nudes in there. Really, have you? But I never others? did. I never worked up the confidence to do oh, it. Yeah. I just put that option out and then I backpedaled quick. <laughs> I was like, nah, I can't do this. Yeah, I don't know if I like my, how my body looks. Sometimes if I'm with a woman, I'll walk out of the room backwards so they don't see my butt. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Backwards you go? Wow. That's a different technique. Like a crab? Like, or, no, no, not on all fours. Not like that. No, no, no. Standing up backwards. <laughs> okay. I, I, if I did it like that, they would almost think <laughs> that's cute, I think. But the other way is a little bit weird. I walk out literally like a freaking quiet Korean girl, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, just like a moonwalking Korean just... <laughs> um, I forgot what we were even fucking talking about. We had one more thing we were to talk about. What was it, Nick? Uh, did you want to talk about the Taliban the still news. being allowed on Twitter? Yeah. Oh, the Taliban. Yeah, yeah. I thought we got into the Taliban already. No, we didn't. We kind of talked about the plane. Not specifically that. that they aren't kicked off Twitter. Other social medias. Uh, Taliban uses sophisticated social media practices that rarely violate the rules. Wow. So the Taliban. Is this right, Nick? They're allowed to stay on Twitter. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I'm I'm not all for censorship. Yeah, but, I support you know, free speech. The Taliban did try to kill my mom, if it, or it could have been the aliens. So, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of the Taliban. Good call. So, I mean, fucking ban them, you know? Block them off Twitter. I think they deserve to be banned. I, I agree. Um, on Tuesday... I did not find a single fact check on any of their tweets nor any warnings for false or misleading content. And the part that's that's wicked about this is that this is just Twitter just saying we will make money off of anything. We will literally let people put – does that mean they can put like beheading videos and stuff up there? That doesn't mean that, does it? No, I think it said that would be – that would violate their terms of service. 
Is but Trump still blocked off Twitter? Yeah, that, that's how this uh, article couches it, that uh, Taliban is allowed on where, well, ex-President Trump is still banned. That's crazy. To me, that's crazy. I mean, it's just crazy that uh, that you could have just because or what does the Taliban exactly stand for? That's how does the Taliban make money? Just robberies? I think views on those beheading videos. <laughs> They're getting AdSense? I and mean, I can't even get AdSense on my saying, fucking dude. barber videos? <laughs> God damn. I think they sell opium too. Bro, you got to quit taking off the hair and just take off the whole head. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're aiming a little high, Jeff. Season three. Yeah, yeah it's all beheadings. <laughs> just only on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to switch platforms. <laughs> yeah, YouTube's tough. Yeah. They were cracking down on me for a bit. Were they? What were they upset about? Do you know? It's just the a lot of blood and gore. Uh, with the documentary, the whole thing got age restricted. Mm. Um, a lot of my barber videos got age restricted just because edgy jokes and stuff. You know, once you start getting a lot of attention on it and they start like human reviewing your stuff, then it's like pretty much anything you do, they could fucking hit you for. You know, damn. And for a while, I was on their good side. I, every video would go on trending. Wow. And then after that, I think it did like one beheading or something and just slipped in there. Mm. And that was it on their bad side. And the age restricted like my last 20 videos. So it is what it is. I go back to selling weed. You yeah. Know? I'd buy, I'll, I'll probably, I wouldn't buy some anyway because I'm just trying to get to this four step. But I would probably, <laughs> as soon as I get through all 12 steps, I might buy some. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it'll help you uh, when you're not feeling so good. Write some jokes if you're not feeling happy. Sometimes anything to we'll get out of my head. We'll head disconnect. disconnect like, at night. Yeah. Turn off your brain. Yes. Turn off Hulu. Turn off fucking YouTube. I got like I got really into UFC like you did over the past year. And Ain't even it funny? on even on YouTube, like all I'm recommended is oh Conor McGregor said this, and they put a thumbnail of him like, and it's just his tweet, you know. <laughs> but I just get like roped into all those, and I'm just watching UFC drama now. Yeah. I There's guess some good dramatists out there though. I guess it's like WWE for adults. Like, if you follow the drama that they talk shit on each other outside of the octagon. It's so good. And then you watch the actual fight. So I hope Darren Till is okay, man. I know he's uh, he just posted the other day, but he's been kind of on and off over the past year. And he's one of the best, I feel like, at talking shit. At talking that. shit, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So funny, dude. He just went across, like, four weight classes, though. Now he's in middleweight. He, who knows? He's like basically he's like the whack a mole of weights. He's like weight a mole. Yeah, he'll like just literally pop up like straw weight, middle weight, you know, female fly weight. That's know? something like, that's not easy to uh -uh. do. No, it's no. not. Dude. I learned the hard way. I told you I got my ass kicked by that juiced up guy on steroids. You don't go after those guys that are just forty pounds heavier of muscle than you. If you went after him now, would you do something different after watching some dude? Do steroids too? Yeah. Even the playing field? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll get on the juice too. I'll pack on 20 pounds. <laughs> yeah, Let's dude. both go out at same weight class. I would like to, you know. Dude, if White Claw came out with steroids. Yeah. Can that's you a even good imagine? brand. It's a good brand. Or Nelk. If Nelk, like, Nelk started selling steroids. Bro. Nelk, boys. We, we just did a new drop. You yeah. got to get it right now, today only. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody buys it. <laughs> Whoops, too late. We sold out. <laughs> yeah, too late, Get bro. it next time. This Maybe needle's next month. empty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, full send steroids, bro. Can you even imagine? <laughs> Dude, every fucktard kid with a fucking shitty bicycle would be yoked out of his Damn, brain. They, gotta, they, they would have to 
sell those out of India or something. Or, you You'd know? have to go. Dude, I'll, if somebody, here's what we need. Somebody to start marketing steroids to Indians. Dude, How I'd love to see a bunch of jacked Oh, Indians. you're right. There is no Indian UFC fighters, really. Do we? Does Dana, <clears throat> Dana even go out there? Maybe Dana needs to take a trip out there, go look around. Maybe he'll find some talent. There's, bill, there's a billion people there. I think they need it. Start some pizza shops over there first. They need a little bit of New York, New Jersey over there. They need some sustenance. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Indian food. I wouldn't be either. It's hard to fight on Indian food, I think. If you've had a bunch of Indian food, I'm not going into a ring after that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a picky eater. I don't really yeah. like any other food but fucking steaks. I just eat steaks three times a day. Damn, really? Yeah, like, I'm just trying to bulk up. Damn, you're like Jordan Peterson, dude. I'm going after <laughs> that guy. They kicked my ass when I was 15. Fuck yeah. I'm trying to get on his on his weight class. I would fight him. I'll track him down. I'll try to track him down. Dude, yeah, I would fight him for you. Yeah, I don't want to put his name out here now because we have such diehard fans, they might go attack him. Yeah. And this is between us, you know? Yeah. This is between me and him. I don't want to send my fan base after him <laughs> like a fucking little YouTube and weasel. Nah, this is a this ain't no to go order, baby. We we serving this beef, We're keeping this beef in the restaurant. We'll talk about it after. All right, we'll, we'll talk look about up it his after. Facebook or something. I'm I'm sure he's on there still. I like it. Um. Yeah, Jeff Weddick, man, you'll have to cut my hair sometime, please. Absolutely. Would you? Yeah, I would love to. That's cool, man. Thank you, bro. Got the new mobile barber shop coming along. Okay. Oh, pull it up right here. You want to do a van or something? Yeah, it's an Airstream. Good. It's an old trailer, and I pull it with my old Silverado. Oh it's yeah. It's a janky setup, but. It's, you know, it gets a job done. You heard that song Silverado for Sale? No. It's pretty good. I'll look it up. It's really good. I didn't want to admit how much I like it, but it is good. Silverado for Sale? Yeah. Oh, there, oh, there it is. Yeah. Well, look, yeah, man. Save up. Uh, Yeah. This is a real janky setup. I'm releasing my own hair products soon. Oh, look, there's my doctor. Who's the first comment, Dr. Amen. Mm. He's the one who did my brain scan. He gave me a bunch of vitamins for my brain. Mm-hmm. Told me to do hyperbaric chamber a lot. Oh damn! They got you in the chamber, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did the, the like the visit. He's kind of like a, a psychiatrist too, so he talked to me about a lot of stuff with my brain, like what might be causing some depression stuff. And he did it for a social media collaboration, but then I got hit with a bunch of messages saying, "Oh, that guy's a scammer. He's showing oh, you a different a brain scan, somebody else's." Really? And I'm I'm like, I guess there's no way for me to tell. I don't have my own brain scanner. To be <laughs> That's like, true, huh? Yeah. It's crazy. The people that control the freaking equipment, that's who controls it all. What if they're just sending out bad, bad brain scans? Someone told me the other day, they, they think the people testing for COVID are putting COVID into people. Yeah. That makes sense. And that blew my mind. That's a whole nother That's a whole nother episode, yeah. How'd yeah. you get to handle Jeff? We've had Jeff and Jimmy on our show now. Oh, that was easy. I just... um, I, I looked up who had it. I tracked him down and I fucking... Made him an offer he can't refuse, you know? Mm-hmm. How much did you offer him? 15? No, I killed him. Oh. I killed him. That's what it means. I'm like, you never saw The Godfather? Oh, Dude, I'm telling you, we had, you it never was saw The Godfather? Us, you know? I saw, I did see The Godfather. Yeah. That's what making an offer he can't refuse Oh, means. yeah. Make you an offer you can't you refuse. Know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, pay, I you actually guessed it the first time I gave him two grand. You did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. You know, did you know that uh, Marlon Brando actually was gay? Was he really? Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Turns out that uh, he moved out to an island and had like, I mean, I, I don't, I could be spreading misinformation now. No. Is this look. true? <clears throat> yeah, it's true. Some people even say Richard Pryor and Marlon Brando hooked up. Oh, yeah. That's the rumor. 
There's a long been. I think there's a level of uh. When I go the first thing I think about it. And and for that to to come out about basically the biggest mob boss in movie history, you know, like in history, you know, whatever fiction, nonfiction, it's all blended together now. It's oh, it's all blended. I mean, we're all eleven percent gay at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody's a little gay now. Um, Do you think that we are headed towards a place where everybody? Like I often think with like race, right? Where some of us are different races or cultures, but eventually in 10 decades or 10 times of having children, we're going to be, um, everything's going to kind of have, everything's, everything's going to be blended beige. together like The Rock? Everything's going to be like beige, Hawaiian? yeah. Yeah, I, yeah everything's going to be Hawaiian. So. That's yeah. actually what it's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be kind of Hawaiian or on a plane to Hawaii kind of yeah. ethnicity. But do you think that that same, like sexually, do you think we're headed there or do you think it'll always be kind of, predominantly heterosexual with some um diff like people that are you know pan or a or homo sexual i think it's just everybody's gonna blend together you, you do know? so you think eventually it'll just be yeah beige yeah i already feel like that's happened throughout my life and i'm only fucking you know i've been around 31 years and i've seen it happen yeah i feel like i don't know yeah it's definitely different it's definitely happening fast i just mm -hmm. wonder if that's i wonder what nature's plan is because i could see how we shape things how the media wants to like make everything very homogenous or whatever it is but i wonder what nature's plan is sometimes i don't know i don't think it's up to nature i think it's up to elon musk whatever he wants to do you know the guy's pulling down planets that are full of gold he's going to be the richest man in the world you know, that's this whole SpaceX thing. He's trying to get the Mars to colonize. He wants to get some diamonds out of some... Oh, if he pulls the first diamond out of Mars or something, then that's... A giant diamond? That's checkmate. Yeah. The richest man in the world by, like, not even close. You when know? you show up with a new metal... Yeah. You win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's all we're searching. Maybe you're searching for new metal, man. We got to get up in space. Yeah. We're not going to find it here. Uh -uh. There's too many people already digging around. We're down here cutting each other's hair, dude. <laughs> we fucking need to be up in space. We need to get up to space. Yeah. We'll do it, man. My team of 20-year-olds are working on getting our, getting us up there. <laughs> we'll do it. Grand Theft Astro. Uh, Jeff Wittick, thanks for coming in and spending time with me, man. It's Thank a pleasure. You. And uh, I appreciate your earnestness, man. And it's nice to meet you. I'm a fan. Oh, vice versa. This is great. I look forward to cutting your hair one day. Yeah, soon, brother. Yeah, practice on yourself in the meantime. Maybe I'll do a little on the sides. I don't want to do too much, you know? No haircuts until... Okay. Until I pull up the van. I'll hold out. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My man. I'll try my best. Right. Thanks, brother. Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground, I'll share this peace of mind I found. I can feel it in my bones, but it's gonna take a little time for me to set that parking brake and let myself unwind. Shine that light on.
Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Jermaine. Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.